Hello everybody, welcome back to Tomb of Annihilation. We had a week's break for the birthday last week, uh, but we're here to continue the campaign. So we left the party in the aftermath of throwing an entire village of Batari goblins, which was kind of rude since Gecko proposed to their queen. Um, queen was called Grabstab, um, and it was only a couple of hours before, and he even confirmed it by bringing back a kill for the engagement feast. Um, so when um, Gecko decided uh, to back off when the Queen was trying to um, finalise the engagement, uh, she was kind of surprised and taken aback by that and even more confused when they decided to cut the rope and send the village flying like a, uh, well, just like a, a bag being thrown into the, into the jungle as such. Um, so we're going to go back to the party now in the aftermath of that, after killing a couple of remaining goblins that were left behind um, and disposing of the partially eaten human that was left in the cage, who was surprisingly still alive. Um, so they, they felt it was needed to, uh, uh, to, to end his life. <laughs> so we're going to get back to the party now. I don't want to leave it too long because it was, again, I accidentally left my mic muted. It's not the first time, probably won't be the last. But, uh, but yeah, let's get back to the players. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, and I'm going to have to say this again because my mic is here when I say this. Tadashi will be joining us in about an hour. So when he does, you'll have to give me a couple of minutes just to sort the cameras out. Um, so yeah, I apologise in advance for that. Okay, back to the party, guys. So we are in still where the jungle was, the jungle uh, village was, which is above you here, but obviously... Just imagine it's not there anymore. Mm. Okay. Well, that wasn't very productive. And a big waste of time. Oh, I mean, you gotta meet new people, experience their culture for a little bit. Wasn't a complete waste of time. We now know there's uh, goblins in the woods. Mm hmm. I just hope I don't encounter them anymore. Oh, oh, oh what a, why not? <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't want to get hitched. <laughs> oh, that's what. That's what was happening there. Uh, you almost yeah. got married, Gecko. Congratulations! That's yeah, a huge no, no, for no, you. No, 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 Congratulations! No, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> no, no! <laughs> I did that. Almost get married to a goblin. Is that uh, part of their uh, wedding ritual to launch your spouse as far away as possible? Well, if it wasn't before, it might be now. <laughs> <laughs> Although survival chances are well relatively <laughs> low. Uh, let's get out of here before she crawls back. <laughs> I don't want to stay here anymore. We've looted everything, right? <laughs> uh, I, I think so. DM, uh, do we uh, do we search last time? Um, I think you like had a cursory cursory look. You didn't, um, yeah, because you searched the little hut in the northwest, and that was yeah, and there was full of like, like rotten food and and things like mm -hmm. that. Uh, the little baskets down here were like rotten wheat and things, which they were f clearly using to feed the prisoner. Um, okay. 
but yeah, because the um, the left hand side, which I've blocked off now, so you can't see. Obviously, this is the only map I had, um, so I've had to block off the left hand side because it's a river on my map. But you guys were in the middle of the jungle, not near a river. So okay. Uh, so yeah, you you pretty much searched um, quite a lot of stuff. Obviously, you launched the village, so there wasn't anything left there to search. Yeah, it was only one hut that was outside of the mm -hmm. leaf. Yeah, and the cage. Yeah, and and the cage with the uh, with the body in it. Well, well, time to move on. I mean, there's no no time for the, and then other than the present. I mean, don't you want? Go searching for your wife? No, 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 no. Well, that's not very husbandly of you, Gecko. I, I don't mean, see a ring. <laughs> I don't see a ring. Some cultures don't use rings for marriages. <laughs> I really, really want to go now. <laughs> I don't want to do it, Ellie. Right. I'm getting more nervous by the by the minute. Actually, <laughs> I don't know how far we yeeted them. Can we tell roughly what direction that we just punted uh, them in? Yeah, you can roll a survival if you can uh, see if you can work out which way is north, east, south, or west. Good plus zero. This should be fun. Six. Six. <laughs> In, in, to be fair, in uh, all of your training, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, the kind of signs of where north, south, east and west are are always going to be the same. So you know that you launched the, the village to the east. Maybe slightly north, but you're not 100% sure if it was directly east or northeast-ish. Right. I mean, I... Uh... South, right? Sorry? We were going south, right? Uh, yes, southwest, I believe it was, because uh, you travelled northeast to get to the village, so you should be going southwest to get back to your boat. Okay. Oh wait a second, we didn't accidentally catapult our own boats with those goblins, did we? Uh, you didn't bring your boat with you. You left your boat on the beach. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not really. Yeah, and then we yeeted some goblins, maybe not in that direction, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so we come back, we see both our broken canoes and angry goblins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. I should have wrote that down. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Stop giving the it's, DM ideas. <laughs> it's not, it's not too late, man. It. <laughs> yeah, Zilla sort of points vaguely off in the northeast and uh, and says, "You sure you don't want to go back? I mean, the boats are the other way, but I'm pretty sure. Stop picking on me." All right, all right. Uh, That's some banter, man. Well, we're we're bound to run back into them eventually, so she would she would have figured out I wasn't a, a goblin anyway, so. I just chose the option with uh, better survivability. <laughs> better survivability in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, would, she wanted to paint my face and she would have figured out that I don't wear a mask. <laughs> but now I have a mask. But I'm not gonna play, play my goblin <laughs> counterpart when I meet her, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
officially, officially, uh, uh, Gecko the Goblin does not exist. It never happened. Lawyers will agree to meet Mimi. <laughs> All right. If anybody asks, you don't exist. All right. Got it. Mm hmm. Okay. So, are you making your way back to your boat? Very please. All right. So, who wants to uh, lead the way? Celeste uh, can lead. Is that it? Okay. Do you want to make a uh, survival check to see if you can get your way back? Um, can I lead instead? Yeah, please. <laughs> no, do you mind if I lead? Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, go ahead. Irish. Okay, Irish, yeah. Uh, 22. With the 23. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it takes you about an hour, roughly, to make your way back to your boat. Um, and we'll flip to um, the normal roll facing. Okay, so when you get back to your boat, um, let me just flick you guys back to the normal jungle. Where is my token? There it is. Lickety flick. Okay. Um, hmm. Let me sort itself out. I think you're around about here. Uh, all the nice. Um, yeah, so you make your way back. It takes you about an hour to get through the, the jungle, um, making your way back towards where the boat was. Um, and as you arrive, uh, you see that the boat is half submerged in the water. So the back end of the boat is like fully below the waterline. Um, and it's it's not like slinking away or anything like that because it's the front end is kind of wedged in the mud. Um but the back end is completely submerged underwater. So, didn't you um, have a look at the boat and said it was okay, right? Yeah, it Not seemed fine to me. Well, I mean, not throwing any blame onto you, but it doesn't seem fine now. Something could have happened in the meantime, don't... Yeah, Whatever, no, no, no. let's it's... just fix it. <laughs> let's just fix it. No, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to didn't mean to offend. Shout might be a crocodile. You want this to be a crocodile. I want you to be careful if it is a crocodile. Won't be a crocodile. It's literally in the mud. You can see the mud. Come on. Can I make like a check to try and fix it? You can do a because I think you have a vehicle check, don't you? You have water vehicles. Yeah, do I need to make a so boat check? Yeah, make your boat check. <laughs> so uh, that's, uh, it should be a d20 plus your proficiency. <laughs> plus, uh, we'll, we'll add on... Two. Seventeen. Um, so I'm pretty sure it should come under... For, riding the, for, for your boat, it should be intelligence plus proficiency plus your d20. So. Yeah, just a plus two then, so 17. 17. Okay, so uh, so yeah, with the 17, you do actually see... So as you're looking over the boat, you kind of pull it out of the water. It's not exactly heavy. A, group, a few of you can pull it out. Pull it out of the water, and you give the boat a check over, you flip it over, and you do notice from about halfway down the boat to the back end, where the planks are joined together, you can see the seam that would be filled with tar or 
some other kind of compounds had actually broken away. So you can see where the where the leak was, and it was quite a slow one until you beached it. And as you beached it, it would have like pushed those planks a bit further apart. So that's where your boat had filled up from. Can I recall if it might be possible that it happened when we bumped the rock in the in the river? Uh, yeah, it's most likely that's when it happened. Yeah. Oh damn! That's my fault again, is it? <laughs> it's nobody's fault. Don't worry, mistakes happen. Uh, Zealous, can we fix this? Um, I so, mean, sorry, go on, Zell. No, no, go on. I was going to say. So as you're as you're looking over it as well, and obviously you guys are talking amongst yourselves, um, a Zaka Stormfang comes over, um, and she she looks where you're kind of looking and what you're pointing at and stuff, um, and she says, "Oh." Uh, we can make a sort of tar. Will tar help? We have tar. Do we have tar? We we can. I mean... th th there are some slugs that I know of that are fairly uh, that can be found in the jungle. That can help. Um, they they kind of sec secrete a a thick liquid. Um, when mixed with salt water and boiled, it kind of congeals into a tar um, that we can we can use. I don't know if if it would be strong enough or watertight. I've not heard of it being used on boats, but it's... isn't this sweet water? I mean, uh, yeah, this this is fresh water. Yeah, sure. Is there is there a way that we can make salt water? Uh, I can. I can create or destroy water. I don't know if it. Does 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 no. Lawrence fancy yes. jug make it? Yes, I can produce fresh or salt water. I love that voice, though, yeah. Lauren. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Yeah. I ah, see. So we can get we can get salt water. So it's possible. Oh, uh, can I help look for the slugsies? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, someone sent a message in Discord, but I can't look because it will mess the cameras up. Um, let me have a look. All oh, right. Okay, I dropped out for a second. Apparently. Okay. No worries. Um, yeah. So the slug, the slugs are uh, they're sort of about the size of your forearm. Uh, like an average forearm, the mixtures of black and uh, black and yellow spot. Um, one of them's a male, one's a female, but I'm not too sure which way around they are. Uh, it's not really important. Um, but yeah, you can you can just kind of gather the the slime as such, like scrape it off them, or I don't know, scrape it off the ground that they're stalking on. I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I know of them, but I'm not really sure how to gather as such. Oh. Uh, hey, if that works, you know, save us a lot of time traveling. Yeah. Like, I, can even, I can even use my mage hand to not having to touch them, if they have, should they turn out poisonous. Well, I, I don't know if 
they're poisonous or anything. I, I, I wouldn't eat one, I guess. But it's, it's only... I've never come across one, never had to use one, so it's just a little bit of knowledge I've, I've been handed down over my time while I've been around, so... It's, um... Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it will fix the boat or anything, but if a tar substance would help, that's yeah, something I mean, we can make. I mean, it might help. It might be worth trying. So I think we should go looking for them. What, uh, where can we find them? I mean, like, where do they hide out in the woods? Um, in the jungle? Yeah, basically just in the jungle, just kind of like about as such like you should see them up tree climbing on trees and, and things it shouldn't be too too difficult to find yeah oh cool i'll uh i'll uh just look up at like the the tree line mm -hmm. see if i can see any just from where, where we're at uh, uh yeah if, if anyone else is wanting to have a look then um you can you can kind of all roll if you want if everyone wants to have a look for these slugs um, I will yeah. have perception because it's sight. Yeah, I, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I would have advantage because of the robe. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So you can all roll individually um, to see if you can all find them if everybody wants to look. Uh, I'll need to roll for Zaka as well. Uh, where is she? Come on, character sheet just load. There we go. Uh, perception is wisdom, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Azaka gets a 19. So we've got Anaris with a 16, Zelith with an 8, Aloran with a 10, Gekka with a 16, and. 17. Uh, 17, oh yeah, because advantage, apologies, yeah. Um, and Azaka with a 19. So yeah. So they're not like right on the, the edge of the forest. Um, so as you kind of spread out a little bit and you're walking back through the forest, kind of having a look, you're keeping an eye on each other. So none of you roll load enough to uh, to not see each other. But um, Iris, Gecko and um, Azaka, they all find a couple. Um, so Iris, you, you find two of them, one spotted and one plain. Um, uh, Gecko, you find the one, um, and Azaka finds one. Aloran, you find a trail, but you don't find the actual slug. Uh, Zelith, unfortunately, you don't find any anything in your area, in your zone as such. Hey, uh, Gecko, you see those two up there? Can you, uh, you grab those? Uh, can I, can my mage hand reach it? Yeah, well, yeah, your mage hand's like 30 foot range, you know, isn't it? Uh, is it 30 or 60? Yeah, and it can carry, what, like 10 pounds, 5 pounds? I can't remember. Let's have a look. Uh, 30 feet, and it's come like... 10 pounds. Yeah. 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah, they're not, that, they're not overly heavy. I'd probably say they're about 4 pounds in weight, roughly. So they're not, like, super heavy, but they're not exactly light little slugs, either. So, yeah, okay, so I'll pluck them from the tree. Yeah, where, where are you putting them? Because obviously you can only carry the one at a time. With the size of them. Oh, yeah. Um, it's only a little hand, isn't it? So. Hmm. Hmm. <coughs> Sorry. <Bless> Excuse me. <laughs> You're good. Oh, 
I was too late I can, uh, to mute myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would like a, a badge open for you to like put the slugs in. Yeah, if you've got if you've got a bag available. Uh, I don't think I do, but I have like my gold pouch if that will work. Yeah, or my yeah, backpack. It'll, it'll or go in the, you'll probably get one in a gold pouch because your gold pouches, your gold purses aren't like huge, and plus you've probably got gold in there as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can fit one in the gold in your gold pouch. Yeah, I'll just like open open up my gold pouch and uh, be just tell hey, uh, Jacko, just uh, pick one, and just uh, put it in here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if it matters, but you know, choose wisely, I suppose. Uh, Lauren, can you roll another perception for me, please, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yes, same as last time. Um, yeah, you see, because what you found is you found a bit of slime on the tree, kind of thing, which kind of matched Azaka's description. Um, as you as you're looking a little bit closer, you kind of smell a little bit of a sulfuric smell coming from it. Sulfuric. Yeah, that's what we're looking for, right? Yeah, so Say you... something about sulfur. Mm -hmm. Let's Zella's go, just gonna... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, Zella's going to get a dagger out ready just in case it needs to be stabbed. <laughs> That's her function in the group. <laughs> There you go. You never know. Very deadly slots. Could <laughs> touch us at any moment. Okay. You uh, you hear from um, you look over to Azaka Zelith as you're kind of looking around uh, with your dagger out, and you kind of hear a squeal and like drop the slug to the floor, and she's kind of shaking her hand, um, and she's just kind of looking down, and you can see her face is in pain. Wait, who's pain? Who's Azaka. in pain? Azaka? Oh, all right. Uh, can I rush towards her and see what is the matter? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, you come over and she's kind of clutching her hand and she's shaking it and she's just kind of brushing it on herself and she's looking down and you can see that uh, little glimpses that you do get of her hand. She's kind of blistered, uh, kind of like, sort of like burnt, but not fire burnt. Oh. Do we need to patch that? Or will it be okay? It'll... she's like, oh, it'll heal, it'll heal, it, it really... it's... Oh, it's that just really stung. Oh, and you can see, like, the slugs on the floor and it's just starting to... It is, they are very slow, but it's just trying to, like, crawl away. Uh, can I, um, run up and, like, check out her hand? Like, see if she'll, like, need help with, with it at all? Uh, yeah, you can do a medical check. Yeah. Uh, 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 17. Yeah, 17. So you see on the hand that it's more like a, like a chemical burn. Okay. It's kind of blistered. You can see the remains of like the some of the, um, the slime on her hand and it's still sizzling a little bit. Kind of like burning okay. through her skin and stuff. Okay, so uh, she's not poisoned, but she is hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll cast cure wounds on her. Um, just uh, stop her with the pain, I suppose. Yeah, for five. Yeah. So yeah, you you look down at her hand and you see like where the blisters were. They kind of start receding back into the skin, and the skin comes up healed. It's a little bit red, um, so the uh, like you can see it's it's still like it's not fully healed, but it's definitely a lot better than it was. And you can see the grimace on her face has gone a little bit now. And she's like, "Them fuckers burn. They fucking burn them things." Jesus. <laughs> she's kind of shaking her hand. Yeah. Uh, should be uh, careful. You never know. What what sort of wildlife, uh, yeah. what the wildlife can do to you out here. Yeah, they, they didn't, no one told me they fucking burned. Oh, and she's like rubbing her hands still, as the, like the memory of the pain is still there. Do you think we have enough, or do we have to lose more hands? Uh, well, you've got one in Iris's pouch. Um, I'm guessing you're probably holding another one with your mage hand still, Gecko. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there's one at... Azaka's feet, but she's not trying to touch it anymore. Let's <laughs> stab it. Yeah, you can stab it. Yeah, do an attack. Turn it alive or dead? You're stabbing it anyway. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, twelve hits a slug. <laughs> it's, no, it doesn't move. Well, the bugger never stood a chance. <laughs> roll damage. So what do you get? Sure. Do, do I get a sneak attack? Um, <laughs> we are standing you next are to you. all within yeah. combat range, so yeah, you would, yeah. Um, nine points. Nine, nine points, nine points to, the to the slug. Yeah, so as you as you stab the slug, um, you're not... Is it you just stabbing with a dagger or your rapier? Is your dagger, wasn't it? Dagger, yeah. yeah. So as you stab with the dagger, a little bit of the slug kind of splats onto your hand. Oh. Um, and you, you take one point of acid damage. That's fine. Yeah. So it, it's a bit okay. it's a bit of a it's a bit of a burn, but it's not not a lot right now. Uh, but yeah, that, is, that um, slug is now like cut in half basically. Now. Oh, is it cut in half or is it like skewered on her dagger? So it's it's only about the width of her dagger. It's like the length of a forearm, oh. but it's like not very wide. So her just stabbing down would be enough to cut it in half. Okay, can I like pull out my my quarter staff and like mm -hmm. just try to like pick it up, like and keep it on my quarter staff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you pick it up with your quarter staff, and you see that um, it leaves like a bit of a like a slime trail on on your quarter staff as you're kind of maneuvering it to to carry. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be any kind of burning or acidy kind of effect to it. It smells uh, like mm -hmm. you get a bit of a sulfuric smell from it, but it's not affecting your staff like it did Zelit and Azaka's skin. Okay. Um, well, let's uh, let's boil boil this sucker, I suppose. Okay. Want me to stab the rest? Uh, no. There's, you know, I'd rather you not. If we don't need them. We can set them free. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, if we have to gut them, uh, let's do it from a safe distance because apparently they explode like fresh tomatoes. 
you know, like the tiny ones. <laughs> Alright. No so it's easy enough. Obviously, a law and you'll have to make some salt water. Um, of course. Um, and then, yeah, you pull a pot out, start boiling the salt water. Uh, are you throwing the slugs in, or are you, like, trying to scrape the slime off, or... Or how, how would you like to attempt this? Uh, As I did say, she wasn't sure how it's prepared, other than that you boil the slime with salt water. Throw it in as a whole? Yeah. Boil everything? The dead one and just any slime on like my quarterstaff or anything we have, we can just throw that in the water as well. Okay. No worries. Um, are you uh, throwing the other two in there as well? The, or just the one that you've cut in half? Uh, I'm oh, throwing in mine right. as well. You're throwing in yours as well, ah. Gecko. Yeah, you've got yours in a purse still, Iris. Yeah. Not unless we need it. Okay. That one's, one's staying alive. Okay, okay. So we've got a full, a full live one and then one that's cut in half. Okay, so as they're in there, you see Azaka kind of leaning over. She just grabbed the random stick. Um, quite a chunky one, a bit of driftwood, and she's stirring the pot as it's going, um, and you can kind of see it as you like. It's the same kind of thing as when you're stirring gravy as it boils, it gets, and you're adding like your flour to it or whatever, and it's slightly getting thicker and thicker and thicker as she's stirring it. Um, you do see at one point she kind of leans herself back a little bit as the the live one just kind of pops inside the cauldron. Um, she doesn't manage to get any on her, but you see like a, a couple of little sprays coming out of the pot. Um, but she's, she's continued to stir it. And it only takes maybe five to ten minutes or so of boiling and stirring for it to become more of like a slurry. It's a very thick, black, tarry substance now. And the smell is really strong. Really, really strong. Um, but she kind of pulls the stick out and there's like quite a big lump stuck to the driftwood now. Uh, she looks over to you, Zelith, and she's like, and like passing you the stick she's like oh, I don't know how to repair a boat and she's just kind of giving you the stick now with like some of the tar substance on the edge um do I need to make a check yep, do I need so to make it'll be a another boat check to see if you can repair it with the tar <laughs> 10 10 oh yeah you get a bonus don't you? I was looking at that 8 then I was like oh no <laughs> but yeah a 10 <laughs> a 10 is enough um, it's only Thank one. God. It's only one seam, not dead center, kind of off center, and you just kind of uh, hold the push of the plank. You put a bit of tar down the center of the planks. You hold the planks together. A bit more tar on the outside. A bit more tar on the inside. Um, you do notice, like, even though the tar smells, uh, when it touches your skin, it's no longer burning you, like it was before. Mm. Um, it has been it's, neutralized. It's, it's very, very, very sticky. Nice. And, like, when she's done, she'll turn around and be like, Eh? Eh, come on. Eh, okay. eh yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, you see yeah. Azaka kind of like, Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's, uh, that's alright. Now we just got to see if it's watertight. Yep. Alright. I'll just <laughs> kick the boat into the river. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Zenith is like you just just as you stood next to the boat, like looking at your achievement, Iris just boots the boat into the river and you see it just kind of splosh and then it just kind of bounces 
And there's that, hey. that pause for a little bit as it's bobbing in the waves. And you're like, oh, is it about to sink? And it doesn't. It just kind of sits on top of the waves and it starts to slowly float away. Uh, can I retract it with my mage hand again? It's like, hey, where are you going, boat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you send your mage hand out and you grab the edge of the boat and you kind of put it back to shore. So yeah, All right. easy enough. All right, good job, everybody. Hold my hand up. <laughs> no, wait. Did you touch a slug? <laughs> no. I don't no. want any slug juice. <laughs> All right, I'll I hold touched my hand. Slug. High five him. <laughs> I touched right. a slug. You want a high five? No, yeah, no, sure. no, 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 <laughs> not a big fan. Okay, so how about we continue? All right, so you're in your boat. It's, um, I'd say evening time, like early evening. It's not like super late or anything, like four or five o'clock ish. So who is on shift for sleeping and who is on for rowing? I'll do the night shift. Uh, so we're not night yet, huh? It's not dark okay. yet. Okay, I'm going to take a nappy. Okay. Um, so I think it was the night vision people that were on nights and then the day vision <laughs> people were on days. So uh, Aloran and Iris, who is rowing and who is navigating? I suppose I should navigate and yeah. keep the lookout and the Lorenton Row. Okay. So, Iris, if you can do both a perception and a survival for me. Yep. Uh, survival and perception. Ten and five. All right. We find another rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, as as you're as you're rowing away, um, you kind of look up to the sky and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, I am pretty sure we're going south." Because again, you got to remember the river doesn't have any kind of flow or tide or any kind of way of judging direction. Um, so yeah, you uh, you believe you're heading south, um, and. You travel for the rest of the day, moving into the evening. You're having a look around. Mm -hmm. You're a little bit tired. You're kind of distracted by the slug a little bit. Uh, maybe you've been looking at it for a, a, like through your pouch or, or or whatever. But you're not really keeping much in the way of sight on what's going around you. Um, so you don't, yeah. you don't see a lot of stuff happening um, at mm -hmm. all. Um, and it gets towards the night time. It's going up dusk now. It's getting quite dark. Um, you and Aloran, obviously Aloran doesn't need to feed, but yourself, you can have time to have yourself a bit of a drink of water, a bit of food. Um, yeah, some of those good berries. Yeah, some of the berries and things. Um, I'm still doing that uh, roulette thing, so. Ah, oh, the roulette berry thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was it, one in... Um, it was one in six, wasn't it? Because there's six of you with the Zarka. Well, yeah. well, I made ten just in as oh, extra. Okay. Yeah, so you, and, can, um, uh, you can roll your your D10 to see which number well, is the. Uh, can I make a? Can you roll it privately so we don't know who's yeah, yeah. going to get it? Do that, yeah. And, yeah, and uh, I'm always I'll always be the first one to eat it, so okay. I'll be number one. 
you'll always be number one. Yeah. Yep, no worries. I have that number now. Okay, let me just find a little bit of information. Because I can't remember where it is. All right, so as you as it gets into the evening, you have your food. Um, again, you're not really looking about, you're not really looking out or anything like that. So I need all of you to make constitution saving throws, please. Rip. No, sounds fun. 17 for me. Okay, 17 for Iris, a 4 for Zelith, an 18 for Aloran. Yeah, and Kegos being on 18. as well. Uh, okay. Nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, as you kind of stood there, um, Iris and Aloran um, and Gecko, you're kind of, you're being awoken. Zelith, you're kind of just being shook. Um, Zaka's already kind of awake, sat in the back of the boat, just chilling. Um, and you feel, you feel this kind of smoky taste in your mouth. Um, and you're not sure where it's coming from. And you have a look around, and as you look about, you see this green mist coming out of the jungle. And it's kind of descended upon your boat. Um, and mm. unfortunately, you didn't notice it coming until it was upon you. Um, so those of you that rolled 17, so Iris, Aloran, Gecko, you three are fine. You kind of feel the stinging in your throat, but you don't feel any other major effects. Zelith, unfortunately, um, you feel a, a mild like pain in your head. Um, and I need to find... In fog. God. Just need to find a table. Two seconds. Uh, I hate to do this, but I really have to use the bathroom. Yeah, Sorry, just kind of. I'll be right back. Yeah, of course. No worries. Let me, because I just need to find this table. There we go. Uh, so I need a one of these ones. All right. Uh, Zelith, can you roll a D100 for me, please? And I love the your, way this is going. And then after your D100, roll a D10. Yikes. 84 and 2. Okay, so... Am I dead? <laughs> you're not dead, no. Uh, you have been hit with uh, partial amnesia. So <laughs> the character knows who he or she is and retains racial traits and class features but doesn't recognise other people or remember anything that happened before the madness took effect. And what was your D10? A two. two. So this lasts for... Uh, 12 hours. Mm. Yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. Uh, so... 
What would Zelov do? <laughs> Does she want to jump out of the boat? <laughs> so you see, um, you see Azaka kind of like open her eyes and look a bit crazy and she turns around and she, you can see she's like holding her breath now and she's staring at you um, and she's trying to like sign something with one hand but none of you kind of know the the jungle speak kind of symbols that she's coming out with with her hand at all um, and she's just looking really annoyed and confused and she really wants to say something but she doesn't want to open her mouth either um so you guys are kind of like in this green mist just kind of resting it's slowly moving west kind of like a very slow moving fog how yeah. large is it can we sail i uh, can we <laughs> row out of it uh you can roll a perception to have a look around to see if you can work out where uh where would be a safe way direction to go yeah, I'm just going to alarm. Just start growing faster. <laughs> so yeah, with an 18 gecko, you can see that this is about a 60 to between 60 and 70 foot radius kind of fog area as such, mm -hmm. um, and it's heading it's heading from east to west. So it's coming across the river from the east of the jungle. Can I beckon uh, the others without speaking uh, to take their paddles and row for their lives? Uh, yeah, you can try and do that with your hands. Uh, do a performance. <laughs> See if you can it off well enough for them to understand. Oh yes, how is my jungle speech, eh? <laughs> uh, performance... 18, for some reason. Yeah, so the guys hey. do completely understand what you're on about. Um, Azaka is also trying to hand signal stuff, but she's not coming off as well as Gecko is. Gecko's much easier to understand for you guys. Um, and he's basically telling you to, to keep rowing as fast as you can. Uh, Lauren, can you do strength uh, for me? Uh, athletics, I think. Okay. See what speed you can get out of there. Can I um, be casting Shape Water to change the flow so we can go through here faster? Uh, if you want to go through there faster, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so that'll that'll increase your speed. The lawn rolled well enough anyway, so I won't get into it. Okay. So yeah, that okay. will, that will help with the speed, so you will get out of there a little bit faster. But in the meantime, obviously, Zelith, you don't know who anyone is. You don't know what's happened before this particular moment. Uh, you know who you are. You know what you are. You know what your trade is as such. Um, everything about yourself, but you have no clue why you're in the boat. You don't know who these people are. And you've got no idea how you got here. Yeah, you'll sort of see her um sort of blink. Just like in a just complete what the fuck. Um and then she'll sort of prepare like she'll sort of have a hand on her dagger, because like obviously she'll she'll just think she's being kidnapped or something. Fuck are you gonna kill us? <laughs> <laughs> um but she'll wait until... Would, would she kind of understand that the fog... That the fog bad? Um, Especially given the speed that they're rowing? <laughs> yeah, let's see if you can it hurts. do a... Um, do an insight it... check. See if you can it... work out, as you're looking at everyone, see if you can work out what their... What their, like, current 
thing is. Okay, so a six. Six. So you can't tell. All you can see <laughs> is you see this little um, gecko. This because um, you're not really a gecko gecko, are you? You're more like a salamander kind of character. Yeah. Um, so you see this like slippery salamander-looking humanoid. You see this elven humanoid uh, of Iris, and you see this metal man on a boat, and they're like rowing quick, and this this salamander's kind of whipping his hands around, trying to like signal about moving, and then you've got this strong woman on the back of the boat, uh, this female Cholton woman, just kind of stood there making hand signals with her hand on her mouth, like holding her nose as well. So you can't really Don't. discern exactly what's going on. But it Don't does forget sound the panicked. Don't forget the giant metal man that's rowing too. Yeah, the uh, Lauren that's rowing the boat, the giant metal bloke that you've never seen this kind of race before either. Mm. It's a it's a new one. It's like Zealous, just help us row quick. <laughs> maybe I... maybe it helps if you know her name. Yeah, she'll kind of take pause from from that and sort of be like. Do I know you? Yeah, of, of course you know us. Row! I mean, she'll see a job that needs to do and she'll do it. She'll row. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's no worries. So you can help with the rowing. Uh, so that'll, that'll give you a little bit more speed to get out of that, uh, that fog as such. Um, so you kind of, with, with two people rowing now and Iris helping move the water, um, you manage to break free of this green mist that's been moving across. Uh, and, and you're kind of out of it. A bit of it is kind of dragged with you as you're moving, but eventually it dissipates behind you and, and wafts off uh, away. And, and you hear, behind you, you hear like a sharp intake of breath as Azaka takes her hand off her mouth and she's like, that was the mad monkey mist. Oh God. Oh God, I've not come across that one before. Oh, that's all. I've only heard of that one. Uh, when I'm not normally this far down. Okay, um, uh, I probably should have warned what? you about that. Probably. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I never really mentioned that one because it's it's so rare. It's never really a problem. <laughs> uh, um, if anybody inhaled any of that, it can have some very detrimental effects on your brain. Uh, it can do all sorts of things. I've, I've seen people start like scuppering the boat i've seen people start acting like animals uh it, it's been it's it's pretty crazy stuff um sometimes yeah. it's only like an hour but other times it could last days it's yeah well it's a good thing none of us breathe that in right you guys want right? to tell me who the fuck you are oh no she breathed some of it in oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> Um, Alright, instead of saying, oh no, like we're friends, <laughs> how about you tell me why the fuck I'm in a boat that I've never seen before? You go you'll ahead. Her, you you'll you'll see her tail start flicking as well. Uh, uh, well, you may not believe this, but we've known each other for like, I think bad how long we've known each other. It's only been like three or four days, right? Like a week, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we've only really known each other for like a week, but, you know, we're friends, I suppose. 
And, you know, there's this death curse that we're investigating and we sailed off into the jungle to find. Not the most believable story, but that's the story. We're, we're, that's the truth. Let's just so let's just look at the at the situation. We know you. You are not bound, and therefore you can conclude that you are a traveling companion of ours, and yes. we have no ill, Ill intent towards you. Yes, and you do have your weapons on it, on you too. You know, if you were kidnapping you, you know, I have been kidnapped away. like this before. <laughs> well. I would have done it different, <laughs> at least. <laughs> If we were kidnappers, but no. I'll... I suggest sticking with us, as these jungles are extremely dangerous and being on your own will prove uh, pretty fatal. Yeah, that mist was, was one example. You'll see a kind of just looking between like the four of you kind of just... Hmm. And... She'll relax a little bit, but she won't. But like, she'll still keep a hand on a dagger. But she'll like sit back down. You guys want me to row? Were you a I day or a night shifter? She was a night shifter, where she lost her memory. Seems like. And. Yeah, I believe you uh, two were on for the night. Oh damn! Um, for for the the time that I was napping in the boat, um, was there time for a short or a long rest or something like that? It, it would Probably. have been six hours, so it would have been time. It would have been fine for a long rest. All right. Yeah, Very so good for spell slots. Yeah, so Zenith and Gecko, you would have had a long rest for that. Um, Azaka as well, but obviously it's an NPC. Um. Yeah. So yeah, so it is night time now, uh, like the sun's on the horizon as such, it's, there's a little bit of light, it's that kind of like dusk before it goes dark, um, as such, so uh, Zelith and Gecko are normally doing the night shift with Azarka in the back as well, because she has um, some good vision at night. Um, Iris and Aloran, uh, you guys are, if, if you wanted to, you can bed down or you can... Uh, do something else. It's up to you guys what you want to do. Uh, I need the uh, long rest just for my spell slots. So, <laughs> yeah, suppose I should try and get some sleep. Okay. So, oh, Lauren doesn't need sleep, right? He still uh, needs a sort of. Necessarily. Yeah, I have to remain inactive for the time. Ah. Uh, yes. Otherwise, they have all my senses away. Yeah, it's kind of handy. Um, so yeah, so who's rowing out of Gecko and Zalith, and who is the uh, the guide and the eyes? Zalith will want to row, Zalith so that she has some control. Okay. okay. And I will keep an eye out. Okay, so uh, Gecko, if you want to do a... Um, a perception for me, and Azaka will do the uh, survival. Oh, um, I, I I give out my good berries. Um, okay. Before I go to sleep, I give it out to 
Gatro, Zelf, and then Azato in that order. Just okay, no worries. So, yeah. yeah. So they, uh, so you get your good berries, um, and they kind of like as you buy into them, they kind of fills you with sweetness, and they kind of pop in your mouth, and they taste they taste really quite nice, um, and and you feel full, <laughs> like just from these one berries, like they're a good size berry, uh, but you you feel full from these. They're like it's a nice amount. Uh, so okay. Can I can I use the the time to uh, as we are rowing and looking out uh, to softly uh, talk to Zelf uh, to keep her updated on her situation and explain to her why we are here and stuff. Yeah, you can you can roleplay that if you want to do that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yes, so as you can see, we are on a boat in the middle of the jungle. Not and sure. why are we here? And why are we here? We are here because we are in search of something that is um, causing a big disease globe-wide. And um, people have tracked it inside uh, to be originated into this uh, jungle. And that's why we are here. We are adventurers. You are an adventurer. And we are looking for answers to this plague. Right, and how did we get onto this? How did you get onto this? Um, yes, uh, by the way, my name is Gecko. Nice to meet you again. And uh, yes, uh, I am uh, directly involved because my father is one of the people who is having the bad results from uh, this uh, plague. Oh. Uh, it's a plague of that, that, that makes it very hard uh, for people who have once been resurrected. And since my father was an adventurer at one time, he once was resurrected, and therefore he now is waning away. I am. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's, I'm, I'm, uh, that's why I'm here, basically. I'm, I'm here to find a, a cure and save my father. Mm. By the way, did Zelf tell us? Uh, well, tell me uh, what her reason was. Just in order to remind her what her reason for being here was. Mm, no, she she won't have said anything. No, okay. Anyone. Okay. And uh, yeah, I go over the party and I explain who they are, what they can do, and uh, who Azaka is and stuff. Yeah, what's the deal with that dude's armor? Not the metal guy, the other guy. It's like smoking. That's weird. That's not how armor works. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Zaka speaking now. Uh, that's uh, that's Tadashi. He's um, he's he's been asleep a while, but he should be. Uh, well, he'll be he'll be waking when Iris and Lauren get up. But, uh, but yeah, he's an odd one. He's supposed to be a uh, uh, a paladin, I believe. He's but but he's um, he's got some strange ways of dealing with. Crimes. Um, he's a bit brutal. A bit more brutal than most that I know. Interesting. Yeah, he's uh, a little disturbing. Um, not scary, but just different. Mm, I bet I could take him. Possibly. Not a, not a doubt in my mind. <laughs> it would be an interesting duel, to say the least. 
but I think it would be in everyone's best better interest if we keep kept ourselves alive. That's true. Yes, and uh, keep an eye out for any more of that uh, that mist. It sh it shouldn't track. It is an inanimate mist. It's uh, I don't know where it originates or where it comes from, but it just occasionally moves through the jungle and affects everything it touches. If you breathe enough of it in, that is. You won't hear me volunteer to investigate it. Mm, that's definitely an interesting one. But, uh, mm, so that's where the line is. <laughs> that's where the line is for you, uh, Gecko. You'll investigate curses, but not mists. The mists, well... It has already shown us the effects of what it does, and I would like to avoid it. It has nothing to do with dead things, up until now. Uh, it only erased your memory. Uh, how far back can you remember? I mean, I know who I am. I know what I do. Mm -hmm. But you don't know how you got here. Nope. Well, that's the mist talking. Right. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure it will wear off eventually. Everything does. And she'll sort of lapse into silence and just carry on rowing. Okay. So yeah. So you get. Uh, you get a good distance down the river. You're getting some good pace. Um, as such. Uh, let me move you a little bit around the corner. Um, Did I spot anything with the sixteen? Uh, perception 16 yes you do so as you as you kind of been chatting to Zelith and you kind of break that that corner that kind of dog leg and you start heading back towards the south uh, a bit more um, you kind of see a bit of smoke coming off in the distance it's kind of hard to see because the canopy of the jungle is very dense so you're only seeing glimpses of smoke through the little patches uh, in the in the canopy in the jungle canopy um, as you're getting deeper into the jungle now, you're getting into the really thick areas. So it's getting quite difficult to see the sky. But you do see glimpses of black, acrid smoke. Um, and with the 16... Excuse me, I've got hiccups. And with the 16, you do kind of roughly guess that it's coming from your southwest. So roughly where, where the river is going to be bending round to. Um, in that general direction, this is... Uh, you can't tell how far away the smoke is or how long it'll take to get there, but you can see that it, it's quite recent uh, happening. It's it's very thick, very black, um, and it's kind of puffing up into the sky like uh, like the blaze is still ongoing wherever the fire is. Uh, should we tell the others about that smoke? It might be something important. I just hope it isn't another goblin tribe. <laughs> Zaka laughs to herself. Mm -hmm. she's like, <laughs> well, Stop laughing, you! <laughs> you're <laughs> make, making your way through these uh, these goblins. Hey, Gecko, kind of getting a name for yourself. No, I don't want to marry them all! Self <laughs> <laughs> is. I'm monogamistic, or how do you say it? Monogamous? Monogamous, yeah, that thing. Zelith is just like wide-eyed but says fucking nothing. 
This is just so out of context. For, for once, I'm happy you lost your memory. <laughs> so you can't recall that incident. <laughs> Zachary is kind of giggling to herself in the background. She looks at you, Zalef, and she's like, when you get that memory back, it's going to be funny. Mm, sounds like fun. It's not. <laughs> so, uh... We do we see it on which shore do we see it? Uh, like uh, like on this shore or on the other one? You're not a hundred percent sure. Sure, sure. You're not hundred percent sure where the smoke is originating from. You know that the path of the smoke is heading northeast, so you can guess that it's coming from the southwest. But you can't tell exactly how far away it is, um, and you can't tell. Um, whether it's the northern side of the river or the southern side of the river. So it might be on this side, but if we go further, it might be on the other side, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't pinpoint the exact location. Mm -hmm. You can only have a rough guess. All right. Um, well, Tadashi is in chat, um, and he's going to try and get Discord working. Um, no worries. I'll just let him know that. Uh, I'm quite an old laptop. Just let him know that if he can only get audio on, that's fine. Just, um, to get into Discord, hopefully, you can low roll 20 enough. Um, okay, so it's coming up. Um, so as you, as you kind of break that corner, uh, you can see like a sort of dim light breaking through the canopy now, um, which is how you manage to spot the smoke um, in the background. Oh, we have Tadashi possibly. Oh, hey, dude. Uh, let me just switch your camera on. Oh, we even have a sort of video. Cell phone. Uh, let me readjust Zelith and Aloran's cameras. Uh, just yes, yeah, proper stuff. Apologies. Hey, no worries, dude. We can just about hear. If it's better for your internet to just do audio, that is fine. By the way, dude. Okay. Yeah, we'll see, because last time I did video and audio, my phone overheated and yeah, dropped that's, out. Yeah, that's what I thought. So my, uh, if it does turn out to just have audio, that is perfectly fine, dude. All right. Um, let me just switch scenes for a second, just so I can sort the cameras out on this scene as well. Um, so, so yeah, you're all waking up about now. Um, so Iris and Lauren and Tadashi, uh, you can all press your uh, long rest buttons. Um, while I just adjust these cameras, we should have Zelith, Lauren, Tadashi. You're good because you're in the middle there. I think that is sorted. Yes. Okay. So yeah, uh, Iris, Lauren, Tadashi. You're just waking up. Um, Tadashi, uh, you just a quick recap of the last couple of minutes um, so the boat was repaired um, when you returned to the boat after the goblin village um, the boat was slowly sinking into the water Zelith managed to find what was causing it uh, you all managed to repair it with these slugs so these slugs secrete a kind of slime that you can boil with salt water to create a tar 
However, the slime is acidic to uh, biological things like your skin and stuff like that. Um, so if you were to touch the slime, it would burn you. Um, you've made your way down the river just during the handover period before, before it broke night time. You crossed through a green mist, which um, sent, which made everyone kind of cough and splutter a little bit. However, it affected Zelith, and Azarka explains that it was a mad monkey mist, <laughs> um, which can have multiple different effects on everybody. Some people turn like start acting like an animal. They don't turn to an animal, but they act like an animal. Some people lose their entire memory. Some people start hallucinating. Loads of different things can happen. Unfortunately, it turns out you've discovered that Zelith has lost her memory of everything. She only remembers who she is, what she was, and like her own personal stuff. But she doesn't remember anyone in the boat, anything about why you're there. The only memory she has is waking up in the boat after that fog had appeared. And that's but why is it always Zelith that's getting into all this trouble? <laughs> it's because I have cursed rolls. For God's sake! <laughs> yeah, bad rolls, but uh, but yeah. So you've kind of woken up in the morning now. Zelith and Gecko have had their night shift. Um, Gecko is just about to explain what he saw as he wakes you all up um, for the morning. Um, in the morning, is that smoke still there? Uh, it is, but it's a bit more grey now, rather than black as such. Mm -hmm. Alright, so I have something to point at. Yes. In between, yeah. like, the canopy is very thick, so there's only, like, little spotty sections every now and then that you'll be, be able to see through. Mm -hmm. Which is why it's so difficult to tell roughly where it's coming from. Like, look guys, when you were sleeping we saw somebody make a campfire. And it seems that they have put it out recently, because it has been dimmed. Is it like campfire smoke, or is it like um, bitters and that, like bonfire smoke? It was, uh, it was a single one, right? It was a lot of smoke. Okay. It was a lot of smoke. <laughs> bonfire. Maybe another goblin trap, but maybe something else, I don't know. Could be. Do you want to investigate it? I think we are obliged in our mission to investigate anything that doesn't suffocate us into madness. I, I think I agree with that. It may take us a lot longer than we should on our main quest, but never know. Just could help us out. For all I know, I don't know where to start looking, so if we found something, that would be interesting at least. Absolutely. So how about we we anchor our boat this time, so it doesn't float away or get eaten by crocodiles? <laughs> okay, so are you... Um, in fact, if someone wants to make a... Uh, survival check for me to see if they can roughly guess by looking at the smoke by how far away it is um, and where best would be to shore up how long it would take to actually get to the origin of the smoke so 
if you want to make a decision amongst yourself, who would like to try that? Plus two, not me. Could I actually start the ring? That is yeah, I've got the ring and I've got uh, plus four to survival. So let's give it a go. I've also not got the um, the D and D Beyond widget, so everything's okay. just going to be rolled through. That's fine, dude. As long as obviously you know what your rolls are and, and what yeah, of course. I, just, I didn't want people to be like wondering if I took a bit of time to type stuff through. So, 16 plus 4, so 20. Okay. So, a 20. Yeah, so, yeah, you can, with a, with a 20, you can roughly guess that this is maybe four, four days away at the speed that you're going at the moment. So, it's a bit further along the river. Um, and, and you can tell because of how high the smoke is reaching and how wide it is when it gets to that height, that's roughly where you can gauge uh, how far away the the smoke is coming from um so you look it's quite a distance away and it's quite a distance down the river you're kind of looking like around this uh this area down here if you can see where i'm pinging um that's roughly kind of where you where you're aiming for as such so you're you're a couple of days away um you could get there quicker uh, if you sped up but that would put disadvantage on your uh, perceptions. Uh, but if you continue the normal pace, then you're looking at about four days travel. Roughly. That where the smoke was coming from, or yes, that's where the smoke was coming from. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so it's just on the way we were going, anyways. So. Yeah, I'm I'm happy speeding it up and taking a disadvantage you guys want to <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of risky isn't it we're going to go there anyway we're in no hurry I think it would be safer to just take our time four days is a long time though so the fire could have gone out easily by then. If you want to know what it is, then I'd, I'd say we get there as fast as we can. Well, I, I think we know what it is. It's our, the place we were going to. Can Echo take out the map and see if the location of Camp Righteous might be the location? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you can pull the map out. Um, and if you, if you want to have a look for yourself, if you want to do uh, uh, survival for yourself as you're looking at the map to try and gauge how long it takes to travel. And, and <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. <laughs> so, so with a five, as you're I kind of so looking sure. at the map, you're like, it only looks about maybe two or three days away. It doesn't look that far. Like, you, you're getting the impression that a four days travel would send you past Camp Righteous. Alright. <laughs> I'll show with the other one. Look, see? It fits exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you then you guys can probably see that I'm holding the map upside down. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Gatro says it's only three days, uh, two or three days, I think we should uh, take our time then. Not All that right. far. <laughs> Our first sign of signs of real life. 
except for the slugs <laughs> and the goblins. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it's friendly life. Uh, Azaka, what can you tell us about Camp Vengeance? Camp Vengeance? Oh, so, uh, so oh sorry, 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 Righteous, Righteous, the first one. Um, okay, so, so Camp Righteous is where, um, where the Order of the Gauntlet kind of set up. That's where they kind of set their first camp to control who goes in and out of the jungle. Um, as such, that's where we would, we're able to purchase that writ, you know, the, the writ I was talking about when we first set off. So that we can travel the jungle freely without being harassed, um, uh, if we were to ever come across one of their uh, one of their patrols, um, like we we could probably navigate between the patrols if we wanted. But uh, Camp Righteous is where the first place we could cross that we could purchase one. Um, it's actually it's actually kind of like set around this giant statue of a crocodile sat on top of a man. Uh, it's very interesting. It's very old. Um, I don't. I don't think the the Order of the Gauntlet are too interested in the actual statue itself. But I always found it was kind of an odd one, you know, crocodile like riding on the back of a of a human. It's kind of weird. Definitely yeah. like to see it. It seems like a very nice cultural uh, tourist location. Mm -hmm. Well, well. Hopefully, they haven't kind of destroyed it for stone as such. Yeah, I'd be terrible if they did. Hmm. It's, it's kind of like I don't know how long it's there. I don't know how old it is or who built it or anything, but it's uh, it's, it's kind of cool. And from what I've been described, I've never seen it myself in person. I've, but, um, but yeah, descriptions of it make it sound kind of massive. To be fair, yeah, it sounds like a it's a true sight to behold. Hopefully, you will be able, you'll be able to see it in a couple of days. Hmm. Yeah. It's quite close to the river as well, so it's not like we'd have to travel too far inland to see it. So. Yeah! Sightseeing! <laughs> yeah. And paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is the modern era after all. Everyone lays a claim to something. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you guys pay taxes? Well, apparently we have to if we want to look into this jungle. I mean, I don't even know what taxes are, really. Well, it's Evil. kind of like paying the owner of the land permission to be there. Taxes can have a lot yep. of different uses, but in this sense, it's you're kind of like paying for permission so that you don't get pulled over or or uh, taken to prison as such for trespassing I guess how they've owned the land I don't know I guess it's owned by force I mean, but... can you really even own land you know well, if, you, if you can hold it and stop someone else taking over it then you kind of technically own it oh it's it's kind of weird to me, I mean, I've gotten in trouble for being on other people's lands before, but it's land, you know. <laughs> it's, Don't think anybody really owns it. It is, it is a strange concept, I, uh, I'll give you that. But if someone decides that they want that piece of land and 
they're strong enough to stop other people getting it, then it kind of becomes theirs because no one else can get it. Oh, that's terrible. People shouldn't be able to do that. Agreed. No, tax, taxes are not... Um, they're, they're not great, but everybody generally has to pay them. You're lucky enough if you can get away without it. But they generally catch up to you. Eventually. D&D uh, &D question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as, a, as a lizard folk, I can live in the water. <laughs> Do I have to pay taxes on the water? <laughs> <laughs> it depends who owns the river. <laughs> <laughs> the sea, the sea, the ocean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Neptune. Well, they, or, or... <laughs> they, they own the land, not the water. So I think yeah, they right? That's me. <laughs> Uh, I suppose if you're under the water, it's kind of difficult for them to get to you. So. <laughs> yeah, how am I gonna pay with paper money? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even write checks on the water. <laughs> but yes, uh, it's a good question for Wizard of the Coast, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're playing clams or pearls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Alright, oh. so who is rowing, who is lookout for the day shift? Uh, um, let's still row, then. Yeah, he, he can't really like wear himself out if he doesn't have any muscles, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how you work, man. I'm his, sorry. Nuts, his nuts and bolts can come loose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, do you need me to take over? I mean, I've been you've been around the last two days. No, I believe I'm still able to handle it. I mean, I have decent strength. All right. Okay. So we've got Lauren Rowan. Uh, Iris, are you looking out? Yeah, I'll look out, and I suppose um, Tadashi can navigate for navigate. us. No worries. Um, Tadashi, do you want to do your navigation roll for me, please? Your survival. Uh, Iris, do you want to do perception for me? Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. A 20 on perception. Uh, 15 on survival. Okay, that's cool. All right. So let's move you down a little bit. All right. So as your day goes on... Um, you're carrying on as normal. You're drinking your water. You're eating your foods. Um, oh, yeah. I give um, Tadashi one of my good berries. Okay, now, so that's, now that he's up. One, two, three. So that'll be your fifth one? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's the fifth one. Okay, so. We know which is the bad one. I do. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Iris, Iris doesn't. Because uh, he does it by random. So, Tadashi, you bite into this uh, this good berry. And it leaves a very honey kind of taste in your mouth. You bite into it, and it's kind of like a gloop. You know, like that, the center of a, a locket. You remember the yellow lockets for the throats, throat lozenges? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just kind of like oozes into your mouth a little bit, but it's a sweet taste. Lovely. Yeah. Well, that's good taste. Yeah, so it's a nice sweet taste in your mouth. Nothing, nothing disgusting. <laughs> um, but yeah, it kind of fills you up for the day as well. You like, you feel really refreshed. Really, really filled up. Like you don't really need to eat anything else uh, for the day. Um, 
So for perceptions for a 20. So as you're kind of looking around, Iris, um, you're able to spot that smoke coming through the trees every now and then. It's become more like a soft grey now um, as the, uh, the fire is either on its way out. You can't see where the fire is, but you can tell just by the smoke that it's either on its way out or it's kind of died off and uh, it's just the remnants of whatever's been burning just kind of going into the sky. Embers okay. and such. Um, but it's still travelling in the same direction. The wind hasn't changed, um, hasn't moved it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not really feeling a lot of wind down this deep in the jungle. Um, and survival, Tadashi, yeah, so you can navigate the river fairly easily. You're pretty confident you're heading south. Um, so you just continue along the river. Um, and what we'll do is we're getting to about an hour and a half, Mark. I know, Tadashi, you've only just joined us, but we're going <laughs> to... We're going to take our 15 minute break because um, we've been in we've been on for an hour and a half now. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll take our break, um, let everyone get a drink and a little bit of a relaxation. And we'll be back in 15 minutes. So if we're back at 10 past nine is 15 minutes. All right. So see you all in a bit. Hello everyone, we're back from our little break and we are currently experimental elixir. What did you get? Drinker gains plus one bonus to AC for 10 minutes. Ooh, that's quite nice. Is it only one one drink from it do you get? Yeah, it's only one. Just one, one charge kind of thing. That's not something you can just pass around the party. <laughs> everyone gets a sip. Um, <laughs> All right, so you've kind of had your day shift as such. You've traveled a little bit down the river. Let me move you another little chunk. Um, so you're within, uh, with, with your guest, Tadashi, uh, with your survival, you reckon you're probably three days away um, now, uh, making good progress as expected from previously when you said it was about a four day journey. Um, and it's getting getting night time now. It's getting dark. Um, Iris, you've been keeping a good eye out. You've spotted the smoke. You've been following it along as such. You've kind of you're getting a better idea from where it's coming from. Uh, you're guessing that the fire's dying out or has died out recently, just because of the colour of the smoke. Um, mm-hmm. well, Lauren, you're doing all right. Rowan, um, you're not doing too bad. Um, it's it's I say it's easy going. You're not forcing it. You're just casually rowing, so it's not taking yourself. You're not hurting, damaging yourself at all. Um, so you're just kind of taking it easy, as such. Uh, some other stuff that you uh, you notice, Iris, you're kind of noticing now more to your east that um, there's a lot less life in the jungle because um, you have that kind of sense about you with your druidy kind of background. You notice yeah. to the west there hasn't been any real change, but to the east, you're starting to get a sense that there's a lot less life in that area. There's less noise, less birds. You haven't really seen any kind of dinosaur wildlife, whether it be large or small. Even insects aren't as common um, on the east anymore. That's pretty ominous. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, do I know what that means? Does that mean like there's like a really big like predator that just hunts everything it, over there, or yeah? So you, you're getting kind of like feelings of either there's something hunting all the wildlife, or maybe they've moved on because they don't feel safe, or um, it could be that they've been hunted, um, and that that's why there isn't much left. Um, it, that's the kind of like feelings you're getting through your head. You're not entirely sure which one it is, but those are the kind yeah. of reasons that are coming across. Yeah, just general danger coming from that side, I suppose. Um, yeah, I'll take note of that, and if, um, if we ever need to like land on the shore, we'll I'll tell our buddy to land on the west side. So, uh, Zelith and Gecko, um, the guys should be waking you up about now uh, as it's sun starting to set. Alright. Um, so, we are. Well, I have a question about that. Uh, the dead zone to our east. Uh, does our map actually show those skulls as well? Do we get like any idea? Uh, yeah. I'll put you on the right map. Uh, yeah, you're on the players map. Um, so yeah, if you're if the players can see them, uh, let me see. What mm -hmm. thing is. Yeah. So, so you do see those skulls and things, um, but there's no there's no key on the map. There's nothing to indicate what they mean. Um, huh. And Azaka's kind of looking down it as you're kind of pointing them out. Azaka kind of looks down. She's like. Yeah, it's just, I've not been this far as such, so I've never really paid attention to them, but uh, uh, Skull and Crossbones doesn't normally seem good to me. I don't know why that area is kind of marked like that, but uh, I'm not sure. I don't know if it's kind of like maybe the uh, the Order of the Gauntlet area or something, or, or, or what? I'm not sure. I think it just... I mean, it's general danger. If you, if you listen, you can notice there's not like very little wildlife in that area. So, I don't think it's a smart idea to go over there if we can avoid it. Yeah, I get a, I get a bit of a weird sense from there as well. This is Zaka speaking. Uh, it, it's kind of, kind of like an empty feeling. It's a little bit. It's definitely an odd, odd sense coming from there. Yeah, it's very off-putting. Uh, I'm just glad that we don't really have to go into that area since it has already been chartered. Hmm. It doesn't look like there's anything there either, really. Just kind of like oh. a way through to uh, River Tariki, I guess. Yeah, let's let's ignore the uh, the west side or the I don't know how how do I have to see this west side east side? It's uh, from the spring, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. east side of the river. It is east side of the river. You should see there should be a compass on the map somewhere. Yeah, bottom left. The map is a compass. Yeah, but I think like riverside. I think it's dependent on where the the source of the of the spring is. Oh yeah, yeah. I get 
So, uh, nighttime sets in, or? It is. Nighttime setting in. So, we've got um, Azaka, Zelith, and Gecko taking over for the nighttime. So, right. who um, is. Sorry, go on, Iris. Yeah, I'm uh, going to eat uh, one of those good berries. Then I'll give it um, to Gecko, Zelith, and Azaka in that order. Did you eat one first, did you say? Yeah, I ate number six. You eat number six, and you give... Uh, so Gecko gets seven, Zelith gets eight, Azaka gets nine? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Zelith and Azaka, uh, they both eat theirs, um, and Azaka, like, she bites into it, and she remembers what happened before, and she's kind of nervous a little bit as she takes a bite, and then she's like, ooh, and her eyes kind of light up, and she goes, oh, she's eating it and munching it away, and she's really happy. Zelith... Yours no. kind of has a sort of like banana taste to it. Like a very sweet, very soft, mushy banana. Gecko, as you bite into yours, it kind of crunches like a beetle. And as you bite, it kind of... You feel like the guts and the blood kind of explode in the back of your mouth. It doesn't look <laughs> like a beetle. It looks like this little gooseberry, but it just kind of pops. And it just shoots this horrid licorice. But like, it's like a... Like a like an overripe licorice kind of taste in your mouth. Okay, okay. Uh, now these are good berries, or are they Bertie Potts every every flavored beans? <laughs> they are good berries, but Iris can make them taste like however he wants. Are you are you are you joking with me, Iris? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know, laugh. <laughs> you know, I just bittered me fun. You know, throw some danger into it. Did you? Uh, <laughs> I, I mine tasted like bugs. <laughs> I do not like it. <laughs> oh, I, I figured, you know, as a lizard person, you might like bugs. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to offend, but my uh, mine tasted like a strawberry, like like strawberry uh, puree or whatever. <laughs> How lovely for you! <laughs> yeah, cool. You can have the banana one next time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I seem to be very, very set on how uh, on random good berry jokes. Azaka <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't know what you're complaining about. Hers tasted great, um, but you, you, you still get the effect of the good berry, so you still feel nice and full um, for for most of the day. Um, okay, so who is Rowan? Who is Lookout? And um, <laughs> Zaka, I'm bothered. Yeah, and who is doing the uh, the navigation? Uh, I'll do the perception if I if I'm allowed. Mm. Is that it? All right. Don't mind guess... rowing for a bit. Sorry, say again, Tadashi. I don't mind rowing for a bit if uh, if people want to do the navigation side of things, change it up a little. Uh, it is night time, um, so if you do row, you won't get a long rest. That's fine, I didn't really need one in the first place, so okay. I'm happy to row. Right. Okay. Um, Azaka looks to you, Zelith, and is like, well, I'll, uh, I'll just sit this one out. And she just kind of sits at the back of the boat and starts like, like t looking at her shoes, like repairing any minor damages and stuff, um, rinsing out her, her clothing so they dry out and such. 
So, uh, you, Zenith, if you want to do the survival roll, um, oh, Gecko can do perception, please. Yeah, I did it. Okay, so a 23 perception from Gecko. And a nat one, the first nat one of the evening. <laughs> first. Oh, my God. <laughs> first Why? <laughs> new, new laptop doesn't fix the rules, Saber. <laughs> no. The dice gods hate Zealoth. They do. They do. Did you not, did you not pray to the dice gods before this? <laughs> I did. I think I used that up with my 15 earlier. <laughs> Are we going back downstream? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Zealoth, with your direction. <laughs> and Tadashi just doing as he's told and rowing away um, <laughs> you, you kind of like as you're going down as you're going down the stream like because you kind of you continue you're not you're not so unlucky enough to have turned the boat around but you are still going down the stream however you're con you're just not paying attention really at all you're not really looking out for what's going on you're kind of you're a bit too worried about what's happening in the east now and your your mind is still going over who these people are do i really believe them like i you're not all there you're not really fully paying attention and you're guided into dashi as he's got his back to the direction you're going and you're there supposed to be trying to direct him he keeps like bumping off the side of the river off these coast he keeps beaching the boat and he's just, he's, you can see his face is just getting more and more annoyed that you're just not paying attention and you're not helping him like direct the boat properly as such. And everyone, like those of you that are sleeping, you keep getting kind of shunted awake every time the boat hits like a mm -hmm. bit of a sandy area or the edge of the corner and stuff like that. And Tadashi, you're just getting more and more annoyed that you, she's making you make all these mistakes. Your oars are getting tangled in random roots in the trees and and things like. That. She's not helping at all. Listen, do you want to swap? We can swap right now. You're clear. Yeah, we, we can do a bit of swappage, and uh, I'll navigate. All right, then here's the map, and she'll sort of be petty and just sort of throw it at you. And take the oars. Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of. If she, when she throws the map at me, I just drop the oars in the water rather than passing them over. So she has to kind of dive put a bit of effort picking them back up again. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So you swap positions, and we've now got. So we'll move you a very small amount because it wouldn't be enough to move you a huge chunk. Uh, but Tadashi, do you want to do a survival roll for me? To see if you can readjust and assist a bit better. At 19, so yeah, Tadashi is paying way more attention and mm. is keeping Zelith on track quite easily. Zelith is pretty skilled on the boat as well, so that clearly helps. Um, but yeah, you managed to make a bit more progress over the night. Um, and Gecko with a 23. You're keeping an eye on the smoke. The smoke is a bit harder to, to detect now. It's dissipated quite a lot. All you're getting is the occasional like wisp in the air now. Um, it's quite white, uh, so there's not there's not a lot to see. Um, but you're still getting the sense that 
either well the fire has definitely gone out but there's something still kind of burning away but it might be something very small just the last few embers of whatever was being burnt in the first place um but yeah so you managed to travel a little bit further down the river this time um with uh, a 19 survival um other than that gecko other than the smoke that you're keeping an eye on um you do catch uh some humanoid figures in the east uh through the through the thick jungle you don't get to see like a full uh like a full body or anything you're just catching the odd movement through the trees like a shoulder part of a head um some of it is in some kind of uniform some kind of armor um you managed to catch with a 23 you managed to catch one of the one of the people have a yellow band on their arm however they seem you're not 100 percent sure but they seem to be missing their arm from just above their elbow um they're not stood there for long they're just slowly moving through the jungle kind of ambling through um you're not really seeing like groups of them together it's just the odd one kind of spotted here and there to our canoe Sorry? Do they react to our canoe? No, no, they don't seem to be paying attention to you. They're about maybe 15 to 20 feet into the jungle. You're only catching glimpses of them through the, the heavy foliage. Alright, I will tap uh, Tadashi and Zelef uh, and point them out. Like, quietly. It's like, look over there. Is it possible for Zealous to, like, stealth row? Like, is that a thing? Just sort of be quieter? Yes. <laughs> now, you would know, um, as, like, you're quite proficient in boats, you're a pirate background, you're a stealth background, so you would know that if you were to bring the oars in and wrap them with fabric, a thick layer of fabric, it does make them quieter, much quieter in the water. And you also know that when you're rowing, especially if you want to row quietly, you don't lift the oars out of the water. So you do your twists inside the water. It is much slower, so you will go half the speed, but you will be much quieter. So if you wanted to do that, you could roll a stealth, um, if that is how you wanted to. Oh no. <laughs> yes, yes, let the rogue roll stealth, come on. <laughs> Did I see? Please, please, <laughs> please, for the audio listeners, I am literally praying right now. <laughs> Godspeed. Okay, Come on. Doing? Nat 20! Oh, oh, yes. From a nat 1 to a nat 20. <laughs> we become yeah. a submarine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you go from moving like a bit of a shunt with every row to now you're gracefully gliding across the surface of this water you're barely making a ripple with your oars because you're not letting them leave the water you're flowing you're rowing backwards with them flat and then as you come forward you twist them in the water and push them forward but the whole time they're not leaving the water so you're not moving quickly but you are moving very silently now Awesome. Well, that's my contribution for the session. Great, great job, guys. Hey. Great job, guys. <laughs> Do I notice them walking through the jungle when Gecko points them out? Uh, yeah. So when when Gecko points one out to you, you do see the one that he points out. The one you see is the one with the the yellow band on their arm, but the arm is severed 
from just above the elbow but you can't see the whole body you're only getting glimpse because of how dense the jungle is you're only getting partial little glimpses of them as they move do i recognize seeing that particular like livery or um those kind of colors from um the city or is it something i've never seen before uh, you can roll a history check for me to see if you can remember an eight probably not unfortunately you don't recognize any kind of so on the, on the yellow band you just see it as more like a, a like a yellow armband around them it's not triggering any kind of memory in your head what that would represent cool um, all right and gecko also try that or would that be uh redundant um, were you there when you were told don't think you were there when you were told. But it's not. It's not. It's not a faction that I would know or something like that. Uh, no, no, it's not a faction you would you would know of. Okay. Yeah, if I technically cannot know them, then yeah, doesn't doesn't matter really. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to do before sunrise? Um. When do we eat, actually, or do we eat in the boat these days? Well, you're having your good berries. So mm -hmm. the, the good berries provides a sustainable meal to last you a day. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot of food. It feels kind of weird that a single berry the size of, like, a golf ball can fill you for a whole day, but it does. The golf ball is quite big. <laughs> well, I'd probably say a ping pong ball then rather than a golf ball. <laughs> yeah. It's pink uh, and yeah. a bit smaller. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yes, uh, at the end of my shift, I will inform um, Lauren and uh, Iris of what we saw. Okay. Weird, strange, undead with limbs missing. I'm assuming they are undead, or well, strange person. <laughs> Don't have to be undead to be missing limbs. <laughs> well, they are in the area with the skulls. Uh, I'm just the way they are walking around and missing limbs. I mean, it's strange. Um, did we see which direction they were walking through the jungle? Uh, yeah. So some of them were walking south. Others were kind of walking in deeper into the jungle. They weren't like gathered together walking in a single direction. It said it was like the odd one spotted about and they were all kind of going off in different ways. They didn't right, really okay. have like an actual direction as such. All right. I was going to say, because if they're all heading down towards like where the camps are, then it's probably nothing we need to worry about. But if they're all heading off, at, if they're just scattered throughout the jungle, then it might, might actually be a threat. Yeah. I mean, and now uh, that I'm... you mentioned that they were just wandering about in no direction, we were warned that there was undead in the woods, so... They have all the criteria um, of them. Yeah, so maybe you're right, Jetro. I mean, the way they are just loafing about, I mean, 
usually when you're in a jungle you have like a purpose you go towards it you are hunting or you're you're looking for a way out or something but these guys they're just just loafing w around i mean wandering wandering mm -hmm. i would like to avoid them Anyway, tag, you're it. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Tadashi, are you going to bed now, or are you going to force yourself to stay awake longer? No, I'll go to sleep. I'm not getting exhausted. <laughs> okay. Good. Good choice. Um, whoever's... We'll, we'll... Sorry, go on. We'll get exhaustion faster than we wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um, whoever's rowing next, Zalith will show them the... Uh, the the stealth rowing trick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, are you uh, instructed him to like carry on with the stealth side of things, or? Sorry. Are you going to like? Are you obviously you're explaining how the stealth thing works, but are you suggesting that you continue rowing stealthily? Um, have we sort of passed the? The boys. Well, it was only fairly recently that Gecko saw them, and like it's been during the night process as well as uh, into the early hours of the morning. He's still been seeing the odd person walking through the jungle, so it's it's fairly recent. Yeah, so it might be a good idea until like we haven't seen one for a little bit. She'll she'll sort of suggest that, but not sort of say. Hey, be stealthy. Mm -hmm. Just here's how to do it. Could be an idea. Lauren, are you going to row for the third or fourth day in a row, or do you need to yeah, switch it's off? All, it's all good. They're, the river is not pushing against anything, so it's not too much work. Okay. Well, if you need to ever stay uh, off, Switch places, just let me know, okay? Alright. By the way, Lauren, uh, how do you work? Is it on steam or electricity? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a complicated process, but I guess you could call it more akin. Uh, it's just like a, a magic battery, you could say. <laughs> A magic, so okay. <laughs> magic. That explains it. <laughs> Would have been cool if it was steam. <laughs> Would have been cool if it was steam that we had a steamboat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got a magically propelled boat now, technically. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Iris and Lauren, it's just you two awake in the daytime today. Because um, Tadashi has decided to go to sleep during the day because he was up overnight uh, uh, our NPC maybe uh, NPC was up um, with you she was she was sort of resting uh, so she can yeah I suppose she can stay awake for a bit longer because she wasn't going to uh, do anything while she was up uh, I was just asking because Tadashi was also the, so we were four people during the night then yeah oh, okay okay uh, never mind then um, so Iris are you look out and um, guide as well. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose so. It shouldn't be too hard to keep track of where we're going if we can still see the smoke. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I can just do both. Okay, that's fine. So uh, if you want to roll perception and survival for me, please. Alright, perception uh, 19 and a survival 7. Okay, so um, with your perception 19, um, the smoke is quite difficult to see now. Even with a 19, it's there's not a lot of it left. Um, it's mm -hmm. not very high above the, tr the canopy now. It's You're only catching very small whiffs of it. Um, you're getting more of a smell uh, in the air now, as it's not really breaking the canopy as easily as it was before. It's kind of being kept inside and you're getting a bit of a waft through um, for it. Uh, with your seven survival, uh, you're guiding a Lauren down the river. Um, it's you, you You're not turning yourselves around or anything like that. Um, he's keeping... You're, you're keeping him on track uh, to a degree. You're quite mm -hmm. slow uh, because, Lauren, are you rolling stealthily or are you... Uh, are you following the guidance from um, Zelith, or are you just mm. rowing normally? Uh, I'm going to be doing it a little quieter like Zelith was showing, and also because they uh, seem to be worried about missing land figures. Yep. All right, do you want to roll a stealth for me then, please? Alrighty. So you can pull it off. A ten. So you're kind of getting the the gist of what's needed but you're still putting a bit too much force into your pulls so even though the oars are staying underwater as you're kind of yanking them back the rags are slowly kind of untangling from the edge of the oars so that the part that gives it its more silent um, properties in the water the rags are kind of coming unwound and, and floating off behind the boat um, they're not completely gone yet so you're definitely quieter than you would be if you weren't doing it. Um, but you're not anywhere near as quiet as what Zelith was when she was doing it. Um, you're still moving a little bit slower than you would normally because you would be doing it stealthily. Um, but it does help with Iris because it, it helps Iris see a bit more things when you're not moving as quickly through the river. Um, so Iris, as you're, as you're looking east... Uh, you're seeing, occasionally you'll see a few, uh, a few of these people or whatever you believe them to be, kind of ambling yeah. through. Some of them are just kind of stood there, not really doing anything. Just a little bit of a rock on them as such, like a, a very gentle sway, as in they're just kind of stood there, and whatever wind is blowing is kind of knocking them a little. Um, but they're few and far between. There's no real massive collection of them. Um, there's just, you've seen in the past couple of hours, you've maybe seen four, maybe five at the most. Okay. Um, could I, um, pull out, like, my short bow mm -hmm. and just, like, shoot in front of them? Like, not, like, not aiming right at them, but, like, purposely missing. Uh, see, yeah. make see how a, they react. Make an attack roll to see if you can pull off a good shot. Yeah. Across the bow kind of style. Yeah. And 11. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> you manage to, as you're firing your arrow across uh, the one that you do one that you do see, it's just kind of stood there swaying. 
Uh, the arrow kind of goes off a bit further away than you were intending. Um, you don't hear it hit a tree or anything. You just kind of hear it kind of scatter through the, the bushes as such. But you don't really get yeah. a reaction from the, 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 the person that's kind of stood there. Uh, it okay. should, should have been able to see it. It was across the, across the vision, uh, from what you could tell, uh, a little bit further away than you anticipated. But it should have been something they could see. Okay. Yeah, that's um, good to know. Um, yeah, Lauren, don't. If we ever need to land, don't land on that side. Understood. Um, Lauren, can you make a perception roll for me, please? A four. Okay. So just as you're looking towards Lauren, you're looking at Iris as he's kind of stood in front of you, di helping direct you and keeping his eyes out and stuff. Um, and as you're looking at him, you can see Tadashi and the others just kind of sleeping away in the background. Nothing kind of looks out of the ordinary. Um... You're just kind of taking in the boats. There's nothing else really for you to look at as such. You're just kind of facing everyone as you're rowing backwards. Um, you see a few more bits of cloth kind of floating in the in the water away from the boat now as, as more of it comes off of the oars. Um, but yeah, with a four, you don't see much else. Uh, so we'll move you uh, a little bit closer. Um, as we break into a bit more of a, a nighttime period now so the sun's beginning to set again um, and it's getting a little it's getting darker you're kind of tasting that smoke on the air now um, as you're getting as you feel you're getting a bit closer to the destination um, it's not very thick and it's not very heavy but it's like someone's had a barbecue in the garden and it's the aftermath of the coals dying out uh, okay. Um, if I were to rest, would I, would there be enough time for a rest so I can change my spells up or? Uh, yeah, if you, you've got, you, you reckon you've maybe got just over half a day left, um, of travel and it's coming up to nighttime now. So you reckon approximately lunchtime the next day, you should probably be there. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, uh, suppose it's time to switch shifts, right? Mm -hmm. It's looking dark. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Tadashi, Gecko, and Zelith, you would have all gone to long rest if you needed to press the button. No, I don't think you should have needed to, but, um, yeah. uh, So, yeah, you guys are up. Um, Azaka is up with you again. Um, and she's like, uh, she kind of looks over. She's like, "Do you do you need me, or can I can I go back to sleep?" I mean, every every woman needs a beauty sleep. Didn't you just sleep? Well, yes, but if I can have more sleep, why would I not? <laughs> um, now it uh, it should be fine. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a very good navigator. <laughs> okay. Alright, well she, she's happy with that, doesn't need telling twice. So she lies back down and, and curls up again. Um, 
who's <laughs> gecko i guess your lookout um mm -hmm. who's rowing and who's survival in navigating um before i go to sleep yes i need to remember i have this tantrip everyone has guidance on gecko so on his role he has an extra d4 okay so mm -hmm. yeah whenever you guys make an ability check and i don't mention that Remind me, because <laughs> I can just keep giving you guys a D4 on your ability rolls. Oh, so, nice. except right. in combat, I'm assuming accepting combat, right? Uh, no, I can cast it on my turn, and then it lasts for a minute. So, yeah, but it's yeah. still an action in combat, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we got a 13 perception from Gecko, um, and who's on the boat, and who's. Uh, Navigating. Everybody is on the boat. I hope. <laughs> I meant, I meant rowing. Zelith <laughs> can row again. Okay. Don't trust yourself navigating. I have a question. How about how about her amnesia? Um, what's the status True. on that? Uh, so amnesia, actually, you, you that is right. Uh, so yeah, your amnesia would have passed by now. So as you as you kind of awaken a lot of the memories would have kind of literally like snapped back into place. It would have been an instantaneous thing. So it probably would have like shocked a little bit as they kind of flood back into your brain. Um, but yeah, you would now have your memories back. Would you have a memory of not having a memory? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't wipe anything past. It just brings everything you forgot forward. It's weird how that, how that works. Yeah, um, you'll see her like as she wakes up, kind of clutch her head, kind of like she's woken up with a migraine, but um, it's like really quick, and then she'll look at Gecko, giggle a little, and then go to the oars. Stop giggling! <laughs> <laughs> she'll just every so often while she's rowing, she'll just look at you and just wheeze slightly, and then carry on. <laughs> She just got that joke from earlier. <laughs> okay, uh, Zeth, do you want to roll stealth for me if you're trying to keep quiet? Uh, you do notice on the oars that there's not as much um, stuff on there anymore. There's not as much kind of cloth on there. So it'll lose a bit harder. But with a 24, it doesn't matter because you're more than good enough to keep the silence. So, Pretty cool. Uh, so nice. So nice and stealthy. Uh, Tadashi, would you like to roll survival for me to make sure you can guide Zealith through this river and around the minor obstacles? Um, easy. 21. Yeah, definitely easy. Um, and Gecko, you got a perception of 13. So, with your 13, you're... you're kind of smelling the smoke now you can't see it anymore it's not in the sky um and the jungle the mist in the jungle the natural fog that is kind of there uh, it's quite difficult to be able to see any kind of smoke uh, but you are you can definitely smell and sort of taste it on the air the remnants of any of the burning and the ash and stuff um you're kind of tasting it on your tongue as you're going and going through you're getting a definite feeling the fact that you're actually close enough now to smell and taste it you know you're not very far away anymore um but as you're, as you're looking through the jungle you're not you're not spotting as many um as many of the uh humanoids as you spotted previously 
Um, you've maybe seen one uh, the past few hours. Uh, same kind of situation as the previous ones that you've seen. But it's kind of just kind of stood there facing a tree, not really moving. Um, and you can't, it's got its back to you, so you can't really tell male or female or what it's wearing or, or, or anything. You, got, you get no real sense of what it is other than a humanoid shape. Um, so, it's only yellow bands? Uh, with, a, with a 13, you can't quite see the arms no. to kind of get, an, uh, get a vision of whether it's a yellow band on there or not. The, the foliage is a bit thick. And the position that you're looking at it is, it's kind of covering parts of its body um, with bushes and other trees and vines and such. Um, you have moved uh, a little bit over the night um, and you're kind of coming around the corner now um, as, the, as the sun starts to, to rise a little bit. You do see in the distance this slight clearing coming up to your to your south as such as you're coming around this bend um you can't quite see what's in the clearing but you can definitely see that the the jungle to your right has been cleared inland a bit um and you do see with a bit more uh, as you get a little bit closer um you do start to see this large gray statue coming out you can't quite pick out the details at the moment but you can definitely see that it's not uh, natural it's definitely a man-made object um, at a rough guess you could probably suggest that it might be the statue that Azaka was on about earlier can Gecko get a little bit giddy and uh, wake up everybody look everybody we mm. found something we found something tap 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 <laughs> it's, it's pretty early in the morning it's, uh, Keep sleeping, hearts! Uh, <laughs> was I able to gain enough sleep for my spells? You were, yeah. So you were both okay. sleep enough for, for a long sleep. Um, it's kind okay. of like right, right on the edge of the of your like sleep time, um, as such. So you've only kind of like just had enough. <laughs> all right, good. Because I just changed all my spells, and that would have been really hard to remember everything I had prepared. No, no. no uh, all right. Yeah, I'm. Dedro! Uh, what's up? Statue! Big statue! We're very close to the stinky fire! Oh, finally! Yeah. My back's starting to hurt from cleaning this canoe for so long! Yeah, I want to stretch! <laughs> oh, you want to stretch? Why do you ask? <laughs> I'm getting used to 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 Zelf always asking something that is not in my favor. <laughs> it, it, no, she, she's meaning it more as a um, you, you're the one that wants to stretch. I've been roaring all day, kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. not so like oh, if you want to not stretch, like I'll help you. Crack. <laughs> and then she just suplexes you into the dirt. No, it's um, <laughs> she's just being petty. <laughs> it is what I'm expecting of you these days. Is <laughs> you picking on little gecko? <laughs> yeah, she picks on everyone. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> She's just nodding. <laughs> yeah, Azaka. You see Azaka kind of stand up at the back of the boat, um, and she kind of stands on the little, 
like the little benches you kind of get across the back of like along a canoe where you can sit. She kind of stands on one of those and spreads her legs a little bit so she can balance. And she's like craning her neck over and she's like, ah, yes, I think that's, uh, I think that's Camp Righteous. That's, uh, that does look like that statue I was described. I can't quite see it properly from here, but if we can, if we can get a little bit of a move on, we can, we can, uh, beach the boat and, and get a, and get into the camp. It'd be nice to have some, some nice food. As, as nice as the, uh, the the goodsberries are, Iris. Um, a bit of a bit of meat every now and then is, it's nice. It, it's a good feeling. I like having some meat. Yeah, I mean, I can make your, make the goodsberries taste like meat. You know, <laughs> you want that? That would be very odd, but very welcome. If you weren't that busy making them taste like burks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it. I figured you would have liked some protein in your diet, Jetro. <laughs> it was random, wasn't it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll give you like like one of those angry you asshole claps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with with a couple of hours of rowing, not long, maybe hour and a half, two hours worth of rowing. Uh, you then come across the camp. Um, let me move you to the new map. Oh, land! Sweet land! Uh, let me shift-click it. Uh, so, we should have dynamic lighting on, and we do. Uh, let mm -hmm. me just double-check and flick to this scene. I need to zoom out a little bit with the... Um, stream camera okay so let me flip back to the right places so that i can see what's going on all right camp righteous so you come up you come upon an abandoned riverside camp strewn with wreckage the tents are moldy and tattered and all the permanent structures appear to have been burned to the ground. Two intact rowboats are tied off to a short dock. North of the camp is a ridge, built into which is an 80-foot tall stone statue carved to look like a man with a crocodile on his back. Between the statue's feet is a stone archway, leading to a dark tunnel. To the left of the statue is a crude animal pen with a small panicked bird running around inside. There are no other signs of life. Oh. Oh. It was a good adventure, guys. Let's get back in that robo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Something happened here. I Giga wishes to know what happened. Can we um, have a look inside some of the closest tents? See if there's anything or anyone inside. Uh, yeah, you can uh, move your tokens over to the tents that you want to have a look at. Um, and then roll investigation. Um, so we have Tadashi and Iris up top. So can Iris, I do an investigation on the statue? On the statue, you can. So we've got Tadashi with a 19 on the tents to the north. 
Iris on uh, an 8, investigation to the tents to the north. Aloran with a 15, uh, the tents to the south. Zelif with an 11, near a abandoned, broken down building. And Gecko with a 22 at the foot of the big statue. So, I will do them in order. So, Tadashi, uh, what you come across here is um, what you assume to be... Uh, what did you get? Where you assume to be some where the soldiers would stay. Um, you've got a sort of military presence uh, about you as such um, that you would understand how this would work. Um, so you would so, know these to be kind of like the soldiers' tents, the soldier area. Um, barracks or something barracks, like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, pretty much all of the tents are ruined uh, in one way or another, either through moulds and general wear and tear or others have been completely slashed by claws um, you can tell that they've been torn and teared there are some like minor remains inside uh, little bits of blood here and there the odd animal claw um, nothing that substantial no substantial remains of any kind um, some, some of the tears in the in the tents as you're looking around all of them are weapon based they seem very slashed as such more of a slash rather than a tear um but yeah a lot of it is just mildew rot uh mold growing some of the tents have been burnt um as such iris with an eight uh sorry go on tadashi oh sorry i was just gonna say um after that, can I have a look around specifically to see if I can find any of the yellow um, armbands or any of the same kind of coloured um, uh, yeah, pieces so of cloth? Yeah, so but I won't, I won't roll now. I'll let everyone else do it first. All right, well, I can do that with the 19 that you rolled anyway, rather than rolling okay. multiple times for the, the same kind of check. Um, so with the 19, you, you find in like a couple of the foot lockers even though most of the foot lockers have been opened and emptied already there are like one or two little yellow armbands that are left over they're still being torn and shredded um like they've been pulled off of somebody um as they've been attacked like the fight has happened and some of the clothing's been torn shredded and cut um so there's, there's right. remnants of of what you believe to be armbands but no completed one no right. one. Thank you. No worries. Um, Iris, as you're looking through the tents, you're seeing the same things as Tadashi does. Uh, you're picking up more um, blood remains and things, and as you're kind of looking around, you, you kind of pick up that some of the blood's human, some of the blood is animal, um, some of the blood is kind of more black, uh, more like a blacky green than it is a red, um, but you're not too sure what that what that's from. Um it smells rotten, as such. Um, and some of the, the animal uh, remains that are in there, not many, it's just like the odd claw where it's broken away. No severed yeah. limbs or anything like that. Um, it's kind of hard to work out what kind of animal the claw would have come from. It's not left on a toe or anything, it's just like the whole claw has been pulled out. Um, yeah, but it definitely seemed like there was like fighting going on. Fine. Yeah, you definitely yeah. get a sense that there was some kind of battle, um, some kind of fight, and multiple entities were involved, uh, whether it be humanoid, animal, or other, as such. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to take a quick glance in there, and then I'm going to work myself 
up to here to the bird. And, uh, yeah, we can go with everybody else. Okay. So, yeah. um, Aloran, you see uh, what you walk past uh, this area here as remnants of, like, where the cooking would have been. So, like, cook pots, uh, kitchen utensils, all kind of smashed, broken, bent, um, burnt. Uh, these tents here look more like a sort of storage tent area as such. Um, like, the two at the back look kind of more like a like a clothing area. So there's some remains of clothes in there. A lot of it has been shredded and torn and pulled. Uh, there's not so much blood down this scent, this area. These two tents next to you here, um, these were definitely used. They look kind of like squire's tents. So they're a bit fancier than a normal soldier, but not as fancy as like a command area would be. Um, the remnants of stuff inside, it looks like they've been completely ransacked. There's nothing of any value left. Um, there's no scene of fighting within these tents. So there's no blood or anything, but they have been ransacked and emptied and turned upside down. Um, is there anything you'd like to look for specifically in there with your 15? Mm. No, not specifically unless there were like tracks or anything like that. Um, you do see general tracks in the area. Some of them, um, obviously, you can pick out your own footprints. A lot of the footprints are animal, human. It's a lot of scuffing going on uh, where there was maybe combat outside of the tents. Internally on the tents, it's kind of hard to tell because the ground would have had like rugs on there that have been pulled and twisted. Probably brushed a lot of the footprints away when they were moved and, and things like that. It's, there's definitely a sign of a scuffle externally. It's hard to tell and hard to judge what went on with how much movement there was. Okay. Right. Um, Zelith with an 11. So, Zelith, you can, uh, you can have a, a rough guess at this place was kind of like a hastily built shrine. Like, you can tell a lot of it is fairly new. Like, it was only recently finished before it was burned down and, and damaged. Um, so it looks like the fire that you may have seen came from here, as there was a lot of oil barrels in here that were stored, um, and there was a, there's a few lamps that had been turned over and smashed that could have started where the fire would be. Um, what did you roll? You rolled an 11. So with an 11, you, you do find, as you're working your way through the wreckage, you find a silver holy symbol. And it looks like like an upside down hammer. Like a very fancy, think of like Thor's hammer. Um, like Molnir, But it's hanging upside down and like it's got a hole through the handle where you looks like you would thread um, a bit of string or leather or something. Hmm. Um, you'd, you'd rough guess with your background that it's probably worth about 25 to 30 gold. Yeah, she'll definitely pick that up. Okay. Yeah, you're not you're not sure what what. Uh, well, in fact, you could do a if you would like to try and figure it out. You could do a religion check if you wish. 
to see if you can work out what uh, symbol it is. I'm just trying to think whether she would. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's up to you. If, you. if you're not fussed and you're just happy you found a bit of a silver trinket, that's, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, she'll probably just see it as a trinket. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll show it to the others, so if any of the others want to want to take a gander, then they can, but... Have a, a look a little bit later kind of thing when you, when you meet back up with them. Hmm. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to have a look at in there uh, with your uh, 11 investigation? Mm. No, probably not. Okay. Okay, Gecko with a 22 looking at the... Uh, this big statue so with a bit of a closer look as you're kind of looking around it you see that it is definitely a a man with a crocodile on his back and it looks like he's holding him like a piggyback he's kind of the position he's in he's kind of sat down but the crocodile kind of has his front paws over his shoulder while the man is kind of holding them in place like you would a child with the with the legs wrapped around his waist um, and the tail is just kind of curled down the side of the, down the side of his legs, um, as he sat down. And then the head of the crocodile is kind of resting on top of the head of the human. And you, at a rough guess, you could say it's around about eighty foot high. Mm-hmm. Can I whistle Azaka over? Uh, you certainly can. So she comes round. Uh. I would like to ask, uh, what she knows about uh, this man? What's the reason for people building a statue of this man? Does, is he a goddess or, or a god or something? Um, so she she kind of looks up and down and she's, you can see she's kind of trying to rack her brain. Let me see if she can remember. Let me do a... Does she remember? Oh, she gets a 19, so she does indeed remember. So she remembers a, ti- a child's tail that kind of fits the this statue as such. And she begins to recite this tale to you. I just knocked my microphone, apologies. Mm. So, she says, In the early days of the world, man stood by the banks of a river, frightened. Crocodile raised his head from the water and asked, What troubles you, cousin man? Man said, I must cross this river, but I fear to enter the water alone, because it teems with your brethren. Crocodile replied, It is true you would not be safe, but I will carry you across the river safely on my back if you promise to return the favour. Man agrees, and the crocodile bore him safely across the water. When they reached the far bank, man asked, How can I repay you? Crocodile replied, I wish to see the realm of man, but I fear to go there alone because it teems with your brethren. You must carry me on your back across your realm. Man had been tricked, but a promise is a promise. So he carried Crocodile safely on his back across the entire realm of humans, a journey that lasted many years. He also swore in his anger that never again would men and Crocodile be friend, and so it has remained to this day. And she, First, she, I was thinking this was a happy story, but then it ended badly. She, expl- she explains that this is like a child's story um, that is told uh, to children around campfires. 
Um, and it's yeah, kind but... of like a, it has a hidden meaning as such. I mean, I think it's a little bit more since people usually don't build 80 foot tall statues of children's stories. Yeah, unless yeah. unless things are different here in Chult. Well, it's it's you don't normally see like a physical manifestation of most stories. <laughs> Sounds like anti-crocodile <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Inside this building is like a like a, a purse like a a purse factory or something <laughs> or shoes <laughs> or leather belt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, you told me that there was an opening between the legs, right? There is, yeah. So it is mm. it is open. Um, it's kind of like covered in cobwebs, spider webs. It's very... It's basically untouched. Uh, it's quite dark inside. I know I think you can actually see through it um, because there's no gradient with darkness in this game uh, on Roll20, unfortunately, but it's pretty dark inside, as in... It's it's really pretty dark inside. You can't see very far. Um, Can I shoot a fireball through those spider webs? If you want to. To bri briefly illuminate the hallway and how far it goes. Uh, yeah, Chuck. Um, if you want to fire a fireball, throw one through. Pew 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 pew. pew. I would throw a torch, but that seems like a waste. <laughs> Okay, so a 21. Yeah, so you managed to aim it well enough that you kind of catch a few of the spider webs as you're going through, like the larger ones at least, and they kind of burn away and fizzle, um, giving you a little bit of a clearer vision. It still uh, doesn't illuminate it permanently, uh, but your fi as your firebolt travels down um, 120 feet, which is quite far to be fair. Um, how far is that? Let me... 120 feet. Yeah, so it does hit a solid object on the end. Um, so you probably hit this wall here uh, in front of you here um, as the rest of it is kind of upwards above you. Um, it's kind of difficult to see from the start of the feet. Uh, but as it hits this wall, you kind of get a sense that the room is quite tall internally. All right, uh, I will look around and I will uh, whistle uh, Iris, uh, uh, telling her, oh yeah, and uh, Zalif uh, to say that uh, <laughs> there seems to be something inside the statue. How suspicious and interesting. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, we can check it out in a minute. I was uh, going to talk to this bird. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Real quickly. Of course. Oh, can you talk to it? Yeah, so, yeah I'm a, I'm a druid, man. I didn't talk to animal. I'm not a druid. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So you see in front of you a a very young, a very distressed axe beak. Um, it is not tall enough to ride. It is only maybe two feet tall, maybe two and a half feet tall, and it's just kind of running in circles you know how like a distressed animal in a cage kind of style as it's running around in yeah. circles at the back of the pen it's not really squawking it's got a little bit of a chirp to it 
like a chip 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 as it's running around but it hasn't made a very loud squawk or, or anything as such yet yeah i'm uh going to cast speak with animals mm -hmm. <laughs> what 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 happened here <laughs> <laughs> so uh the axe speak responds uh, to you and it kind of like slows down a little bit and then looks over to you, tilts its head a little confused that it could understand what you've said. Um, and, and it basically replies with, uh, uh, taken from family, taken from family, family gone. Where, where'd your family go? It's, it's okay, buddy. Listen, we'll bring them back. Don't worry. There's danger here. There's danger here. Must go to family. No, no, no. This, no, 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 no. Dangerous. The danger's gone. We're we're here to keep the danger away. You you look we'll like your family. You look like the, 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 the you look like the things they they attacked. They eat. Oh, uh, hold up one second. I'm uh going to go into a tent while shaving to an axe beak and then walk back out. Okay. Uh, let me grab an <laughs> token for you and add it to your creatures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Right. So let me drop an axe beak on here. Uh, so this is a. So you, you would only have seen. You wouldn't have. Have you seen a full sized axe beak? Well, I was one in the dinosaur races, oh, so... Yeah, so you should already... Ha oh, yeah. Um, did I not give you a token already for that, then? Oh, was, uh, is this a baby? Yeah, this, not, this is a... Did I not give you a token for uh, an axe beak already? I haven't. No, it doesn't Doesn't look like no it. No worries. I will uh, set this one up for you now. Uh, character. Come on, give me... Thank you. Journal can be edited by Iris. Uh, wild shape. Where is it? Not that one. Selected token. <coughs> and why won't you give me a? Should be able to just drop this image in there. I know it can be a bit finicky sometimes. Yeah, it won't let me drop the image in there to use. Let me. Um, uh, let me grab another one. Expect yeah, it's. They're multiplying. <laughs> do it without a token for a second um, yeah we don't have to you don't have so to take care of it right now save there uh, you should be able to move that particular token possibly yep yeah right, yep that one. okay so that's going to be you um so as, as you come back out looking like an axe beak now um and talking <laughs> like an axe beak, the fledgling looks at you and is like um, it doesn't mistake you for family. It knows that you're not its family, but it yeah. does kind of look at you like, "Are you hiding? Did you hide? 
Where can I hide? Uh, walk, walk. Uh, you don't need to hide anymore. Danger's gone. Danger's gone? I can't get out. And it kind of like runs around the edge of the cage, now looking for like a, a weak spot, but with it only being a baby yaks, like, it can't find any yeah. kind of break or anything. Yeah, is there like a like a fence here, or a gate, yeah. rather? Yeah, so there's a gate just there, um, and the rest of it is just wooden fenced. Yeah, can I, as an ad speed, is there a way I can like pop it open, or like work out how to like... Uh, yeah, you can give it a kick. Oh, yeah, I'll just uh, give it a solid kick and open it. How, how weird that it is named Axe Beak. <laughs> and still you kick. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's a I think it's a kick you can do. It's an axe beak. Or I can just ram it with my beak, right? Uh, beak. Yeah, beak is yeah. So the only attack you do have is a beak attack. Yeah. So so it's a plus four with a beak attack. Oh, you need me to roll? Uh, yeah, you need to attack the gate. See if you can okay. it hard enough to break it. Alright, cool. Uh... Oosh, 13. Yeah, and four slashing damage. That is exact health of the gate. So, yes. So you do smash the gate open as it breaks inwards into into the cage. And the, the, the fledgling axe just kind of instantly sees that it, it's broken open. And just sprints straight out. And then it just kind of stands and stares at you and it's like looking for direction. Uh I <laughs> just go don't don't need to run. Friends, all friends. As I like kinda like motion towards the party. Um do a persuasion roll. Yeah, okay, but make it a good one. We, we've eaten a lot of good berries. Yeah, could I um, have advantage with my actor feet since I'm trying to pass myself off as an ad speed? Uh, yeah, I think you get that with charisma anyway, don't you? With your actor feet. Oh, yeah, it's specifically when I'm trying to pass myself off as somebody else. So. Uh, okay, I get you. It kind yeah. of covers it a bit. Yeah. Oh, double double twenty one. Um, yeah. So yeah, it kind of, it's still scared. You can definitely get a sense that it is still fearful, but it's, it's got a bit of a trust in you, um, that it, it feels safe around you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm like, friends, all friends here. Ain't no no more danger. Okay, um, so yeah, the Axe Beak is kind of looking at looking to you for kind of guidance now about where it should go and and such. Yeah, I'll just be like, yeah, uh, follow me. I'll just head over towards the okay. party. Um, I'll just like start walking at them because I can't be coming right now. Okay, so the rest of you, you see this giant Axe Beak come walking towards you, squawking at you. You didn't see iris change into an axe beak <laughs> um oh. it doesn't look aggressive you don't get a sense that it's aggressive but it is walking towards you squawking 
with a very small baby one walking behind it. Do you um, need food? And I'll throw out some rations. Uh, yeah, you throw out some rations, and uh, Iris, it's up to you if you react, but the baby one just kind of pecks down at it. It's still keeping an eye on you, uh, but it's pecking down at the... Uh... Hey, I'll, I'll take free food. I'll just, uh, if there's any meat in it, I'll, I'll skip the meat, but... <laughs> <I'll>, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I do, like to, I do like to squat towards O'Loran. Like, squat! And I, like, would, like, like kind of look at, like, wherever his rations are. That baby one hasn't eaten in three or four days. Yeah, he's he's kind of uh, well. Uh, the the baby axe beak is just wolfing whatever's down, but he's kind of doing it carefully because he is keeping an eye on you, as he still doesn't trust anybody as such. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, very friendly birds, aren't they? What do you want? Yeah. Talking to the bird. What do you want? Obviously, they're famished. <laughs> yeah, um... I'll, like, walk, like, tilt my head back towards the statue, and, like, start squawking at, like, the entrance of the statue. <laughs> okay. Um... Lauren, do you want to do an insight check for me since you're the closest to see if you can right. yeah. work out whether it is uh, your friend Iris as such? With mm. um, an 18. So, yeah, you do kind of recognize this axe beak as the one that Tadashi rode. So, you get a kind of. You feel comfortable that it is okay. possibly Iris. And not some random axe beat that's walking up <laughs> acting oddly. I see Iris isn't here. An axe oh. beat that looks familiar is here. Put two and two together. I do not I, know. <laughs> I, I, I shake my head like, no, you got it all wrong. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iris, what are you doing as an axe beak? I kind of look bad at like the baby at speed. Do you like just walk towards it, and like just walk back towards you? Is is this a way to lure it into getting us some free meat? <laughs> no. <laughs> mm, I see. I think maybe we should refrain from uh, eating the dinosaurs and, and maybe put them to use running through this uh, this statue. Did we check all the tents yet? Um, you checked the lot up here. You checked the lot down south. Um, and you checked this. Uh, you haven't checked any of these. Um, uh. You haven't checked these up here or these down here. Alright, let's, let's do these central ones. Uh, which one was the one with the provisions? These ones. Ah, okay. Alright, uh, does this one have a flap somewhere? 
Uh, that uh, this one, yeah. So as you're following it around, you can see that the the entrance is about here. Um, All right. Lauren, uh, you're looking in this one, aren't you? I would yeah. like. I would first like to hear and hear and listen if there is something inside or not. Uh, yeah, no worries. If you two want to do um, investigation checks for me to see what you can see, what you see. Investigation. I'm sorry. Am I boring you? <laughs> no, no, <sorry. laughs> it's very, very warm in here. No worries. <laughs> 12 and 12. So, two, 12. So, Lauren, as, as you're kind of looking through the tent, um, you get a sense that something's close to you, and then you see the ground kind of move and slither as it kind of speeds past you out, out, the, out the tent. Uh, you, get a, you get a feeling that you're, you're pretty close to being bitten, but um, you manage to kind of just, kind of just avoid it such um, as a snake just kind of wiggles its way out of the tent <coughs> not that a bite would have done much to a robot but <laughs> yeah immune to poison I honestly don't know resistant resistant yeah um, but internally you see this is definitely like a command tent um, mm. and you come across uh, what do you get a 12 so inside you come across like uh one of the the chests like a foot a foot locker kind of style thing it's quite a nice looking one you don't see anything of value in there there's there's no leathers there's no like fancy cloaks or anything like that in this foot locker but what you do come across is a pile of writs so uh permission of passage writs um, and at the bottom, you can see where there's a mark, like a like a circle, um, where you believe something might need to be stamped. But they're all blank, so there's no signatures and there's no stamps on any of these. There's just a general text of uh, permission has been sought and paid for for rites of passage through uh, the jungles of Cholt and blah blah blah. Loads of like um, official kind of. And you've got a pile of them. You've got maybe five, ten, something like that. Mm, so this is where they dealt those permittances. Um, and Gecko in your in your tent, um, similar, similar kind of, of layout as what I described for it. Lorien, uh, a lot of it's been ransacked as such. Um, but in there, you don't you don't find much. Um, of any value there's some torn up bedding uh some shredded clothing uh the boxes have all been opened and emptied turned upside down uh it's all been pretty pretty well ransacked there's nothing really in that in that tent of any value um iris you've gone down i'll send the fledging with you uh, you've gone down to the bottom there. Um, so, you find in... Uh, in fact, it's going to be quite a struggle for you to open a door, isn't it, really? <laughs> I can, like, use my beak to, like, grab the handle and 
yeah. pull it open, right? Yeah, I suppose. Do you want to do um, an investigation for me down there? Yeah, sure. And okay. that's one. <laughs> so, as you attempt to kind of open the door, you kind of misjudge your own strength. And as you move your head towards it to kind of grab the door, you end up knocking the entire thing over. And as you knock it over, you kind of stumble forward a little bit. And you lose your balance and your the front of your, your snout hits straight in to the pile of sewage at the bottom of the latrine as you now oh. discover that these were latrines and basically just sitting over a dug hole in the ground with a little bit of a stool on top with a hole in it um, and you knocked the whole latrine over and your head went straight in to the sewage uh, <laughs> do i accidentally pick anything up <laughs> you go in there with your mouth open <laughs> well, I, I was trying to open the door right <laughs> <laughs> so you know my mouth was open did I accidentally swallow anything let me roll okay so you do as your head is in the sewage you do hit something that's metallic. Metallic right. and heavy. Um, you don't know what it do is. Do I hit it? Yeah, so your head kind of, the tip of your beak kind of clunks against this metal and you, re you recognize it as a metallic object, but it's, you get a sense that it's pretty hefty. Okay. All right, I'm uh, going to take note of that. And I'm just going to run as fast as I can back to the river and just thunk my head in the water. Oh no, watch out for leeches! <laughs> I think I have greater concerns than leeches right now. <laughs> okay. Being stinky, being blood drained, being stinky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you dunk your head in the river. <laughs> can you make a constitution saving throw for me, please? Yeah, absolutely. Too bad we don't have any perfume. A 19. So, 19. So yeah, you, you were lucky enough, like, you dunk your head in the river, and with your unique mouth shape as the axe beak, you're able to fend off these leeches a bit better than a human would. Um, and you kind of, like, clamp on them, and you're cutting them in half and stuff, so you don't, you don't manage to get any kind of leech in your mouth and your throat which is lucky but, yeah but yeah you've managed to clean the um, the sewage off yourself the, the, the smell is going to be around but it will be around for a while yeah, yeah. it, it kind of clings maybe encounter right. it if you dip your nose into the ashes of the of the fire maybe but I didn't think of that, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, Alright, with the sewage washed off, I'm going to run back over to the latrine. And uh, could I dip, tip like my wing in there, or like, and like try to grab what's in there? You can try to grab with your claws, if 
you wish. Your, your yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have pause. Yeah. Grip it. Um, if you want to do a dex roll to see if you can grip it. Yeah. Let me put the fledgling back mm. over. I know you're a big bird, but you're no big bird with thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I make uh, an acrobatics chat instead of just a dexterity chat? Uh, yeah, go on. All right. Well, just slightly better, so... 15. Yeah, so, you kind of manage to grip, and you feel the metal, but you also feel a bit soft behind the metal. And as you kind mm -hmm. of lift out, you're lifting out the remains of a dead human... Um, oh, and, and you pull it out and you dunk it on the side, and it's still clutching a warhammer. Um, and it's covered in scale mail, but the scale mail is all damaged. It is torn. It is ripped. There's not much use uh, left anymore out of it. Um, my stream froze for a second. Then on my <laughs> second screen, um, but the warhammer in its hand. Uh, is fairly intact. It's kind of like Dead Man's Grip as such. Like, um, Rigor Mortis is set in, so the grip is kind of on there quite heavy. Yeah. Um, can I just, like, rip the Warhammer just, like, right out of its hand? Yeah, you can. Or... It's a dead body, and it's been in the slurry, so it's pretty yeah, soft, I mean, do I... so you can, you can kind of tear that do hand I... off. Do I tear the just the warhammer out, or do I just tear it off with the hand attached oh, to it? Oh, the, the the hand comes <laughs> off the arm. Like okay. when, when a body's been submerged in any kind of liquid, when it dies, it absorbs <laughs> it a bit as such, and then it kind of swells and becomes a bit mushy. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> just <laughs> just run over and just drop that warhammer off at Tadashi's feet. Okay, Tadashi. You've got a, a warhammer just being dropped to your feet by an axe beak, and it stinks. It is covered in feces, and shit, piss, and God knows what else. Um. I'll, um, I'll use my um, water skin to kind of wash it off. A little bit try and get the worst off of it yeah and uh i'll kind of gingerly pick it up by the um by like the, the top of the hilt with my between my two fingers and kind of try and get it into my uh my backpack yeah yeah no worries it definitely still stinks it's the like the actual remnants of the sewage on there has been washed off as such it's like as you, as you pick up the warhammer, you can see like the head of the hammer itself. It's got some very small etchings on there that, with uh, your kind of um, background as such, you would recognise as uh, like uh, recognise as torm, like torm-related kind of etchings in there. Uh, they look like they're not being like professionally done. It looks like maybe. The, the warrior themselves has done it in their spare time when they've been on watch maybe or something like that. So they're, they're, you right. can tell what it is, but they're not perfectly done. And inside those etchings, like some of the sewage has kind of dug itself in and, and such, but you've got pretty much all of the loose stuff. Lovely. Maybe I'll get a bit of uh, poison or disease damage when I hit people with it. 
<laughs> nice. People can get dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a slow killer. You kill you hit them once, just run away, and then wait like a month, and then that's, that's how you kill them. <laughs> so Tadashi, you can add a plus one warhammer to your inventory. Oh, plus one. Oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a lucky find. Not many people look in the sewage. <laughs> But yeah. pigs do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. This is so disturbing I, uh... fun at the same time. <laughs> can I, uh... Can I, uh, turn to Detro? I'm gonna, like, motion, like, with, like, my wings, like, towards, like, my nose. And, like, kind of, like, make, like, a hoofing, like, motion with, like, my wings and, like, my claws. Okay. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, Code, do you want to roll insight if you can see if you can work out what he's trying to say to you? <laughs> Very much so, because I'm clueless. <laughs> uh, sorry, insight, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go, 18. 18. I know. So if you want to explain what you're trying to uh, tell him to do. Yeah. Please. I'm trying to, like, ask him if you have, like, a spell that you, like, cover up the smell. At all. <laughs> I can burn your beak off, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not gonna help, is it? Um, no, I don't no. have uh, prestidigitation or druid craft or that other thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. I can only burn like... it off. Sorry. <laughs> all right, it's good. You've, maybe you've got maybe like, form like a little shield around it. Maybe that can hold. <laughs> or uh, do you have something uh, incense? Oh yeah, yeah, we do have incense. Isn't that in the bag of holding or something? <laughs> like the 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 mosquito solve. Yeah, you yeah. Have the mosquito incense stuff. Although, I don't think that's necessarily smelling good, but. Uh, I can do something. I could use my magical tinkering to produce an odor uh, continuously. Hey, there we go. There you go. That's all right. As I do like. Trying to say? Sorry. Yeah. No, I was gonna say that um, if you've still got like sewage on your beak, then Zelf will sort of help you with like water skin and stuff and get that off. <laughs> Yeah, I like lay down like my head to help you, so you can help me with it. I do have like uh, an approving squat. Yeah, she'll just thumbs up back. <laughs> okay, so we 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 have a uh, a bit of cleaning going on. <laughs> the axe beak. All right. Um... Guess you deserved it after that shit show. <laughs> okay. Well, before we go any further, I will um, call an end to the session as we're three hours and fifteen minutes in. It's coming up twenty to eleven for me. Um, so we will continue the investigation of the uh, statue in the next session, um, or the investigation of more sewage. Uh, toilets, or... Well, yeah, there are still gonna... some 
Yeah, there are, there are more. There are more toilets here. You can check them all, Birdman. All right, well, I'll start. I'll start on it. <laughs> Just head in. It's the best way to find it. Head first. Yeah. Head first, mouth open, see what you stoop out. <laughs> Come on, man. I still have to go to bed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Very nice. <laughs> oh, lovely. Right. Well, I'll just do me a little outro, and I'll be back with you in a second. Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for watching. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed the session. It's been a funny one this time. Um, still a, a decent amount of RP. Some good dice rolls, some funny, bad dice rolls. Um, but yeah, hopefully you're enjoying yourselves watching it. Hopefully the players are enjoying themselves. It sounds like they are. It's it's, it's getting fun. So I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it as well. So it's good. Um, for those of you watching on Twitch, uh, if you don't already know, I also uh, upload to YouTube. Uh, so you can find me under High Quality H2O as well again. Um, you can also find the link within my Twitch page, um, and I also upload onto Anchor.fm uh, for podcasts, for those of you that only prefer to listen to the audio. Um, I don't edit them as much for the podcast, um, just so that you can get as much um, in as you can. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back again next Tuesday, uh, same time, half past seven in the UK. Um, so you'll have to work out what that timing is in your own zones. Um, I do, I have set up my, um, I don't know what you call it, uh, stream schedule, streaming schedule on Twitch. So if you go to our Twitch homepage, you should see a calendar on there. And it's supposedly it should be in your local time. So I'll edit it uh, for my time, so 1930, but it should show up in your own uh, time zone uh, to indicate when it is streaming for you. So if you can make it to the stream, if you're watching on YouTube and you can make it to watch me live on Twitch, then that'll be really cool because uh, it'd be nice to have people engaging in chat, watching me live. It'd be interesting. So anyway, I'll catch you all later and I'll see you in a week. So take care. Goodbye. <laughs>